0: This week on Face Off Hockey Show, we will talk about a whole mess of things, including Conor McDavid avoiding suspension, Canadian government lifting quarantine, some championships were given, some trades were made, and the longest NCAA tournament game ever. My God, I, I, I'm surprised it's still not going on. Well, I'm not, because they ended it. I don't know where that went. It's Face Off Hockey Show. We're going there right now.
3: Johnny, johnny and mark,
2: mark with a c yeah baby oh, you oh, oh, oh,
3: here's your host for the face off
0: hockey show scotty waz hey there hi there ho oh, there everybody it's face off hockey show i am scotty waz uh great times had by all happy uh easter what easter. is this is this uh an holy or good friday uh-huh. Is, is this Friday. Holy this is Saturday, OK is this Wednesday. Saturday. I was going to say, is this moderate Wednesday? Yeah, yeah I'm sure.
1: Actually, <laughs> Johnny,
0: Wednesday. <laughs> Johnny, we should know this by now. It's Sky or not Wednesday. We know That's this true. by now. Yeah, we should know this. Um, Johnny P's right there. I am. And uh, yeah, we'll be doing my Orioles. Those horny start up opening day tomorrow. They haven't lost yet. They haven't lost yet. Here's hoping for another a second straight sub 100 loss season. So that'd be great. If they can, if they could lose just 99, that'd be fantastic. So,
1: yeah. What happened with you this week, there, buddy? Oh, um, what happened this week? I watched a lot of college hockey. Uh huh. Um, uh, as much as you just not being there. Um, I think you watched more because I didn't watch any of the other games. Oh, I watched some of the other games as well. Um, Black bears akimbo on uh, Boston University. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? That was I. I feel like that was pretty much a lot of the weekend. I uh, got to watch the U.S. national team not qualify for the Olympics again. All right. Uh, so dope. that was that was great. That was a great uh, Sunday night. Is that under twenty two? Uh, twenty three. Yeah. Under twenty three. Okay. Yeah. The men's tournament's an under-23 tournament in the Olympics. The uh, women's tournament is a full national team mm. tournament. Um, And, yeah, I, I don't feel like I did a whole lot this week. I kind of just sat on the couch and uh, watched. Oh, I watched Bristol, though, on Monday. Oh, yeah. That was a lot is. of fun. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Loved watching... Uh, nubbed tires be <laughs> slicks by the time they came off after like 50 <laughs> laps that was fantastic just that one tire though the other four looked pristine right and the other exactly. three looked perfect that one <laughs> that one right tire though they were just destroying just completely wrecked uh so yeah so that was pretty much it i feel like i, I it was a lot of sports this just, weekend as ones to did you do. you watch any of the turn the other turn of the basketball no not really my bracket sucks balls um so i did not i didn't, uh, I stopped watching smart. Actually, I think I watched one basketball game of the entire tournament and it wasn't a full game. I like turned it on for a little bit and then I fell asleep because I'm pretty certain it was Sunday when I was supposed to be watching Bristol, but then it got rained out and I didn't have anything else to do. So I started watching basketball. Nice. Yeah.
0: I know. uh, Yeah, my bracket. I have one final four team left at Baylor. (laughs) I honestly didn't think Gonzaga would get this far because they usually choke. But if we, if we know anything from my predictions of the NCAA hockey tournament, I don't know shit about shit,
1: brother. That's all right. So, you got the COVID ones, right?
0: Yeah, no, I got those. I was, two for, I was, I was starting strong. I was two for two out the gate <laughs> with, uh, with uh, <laughs> Duluth beating Michigan and then BC beating Notre Dame.
1: But uh, after that, I
0: think it was complete dog shit.
1: Yeah, that Bemidji State game. I mean, Wisconsin just didn't even show up. Yeah, I'm like pretty sure. Second Bemidji, period.
0: I'm pretty sure Bemidji State got paid off uh, so Cole Caulfield could get out of Wisconsin. Pretty sure that's a. Uh... Or the rest of
1: the Wisconsin team got paid off.
0: All right. <laughs> well, hell, the BC team's leaving in droves today. And we'll talk about that oh. later with La Richardson. All right. Because they had uh, four, or no, five underclassmen, five sophomores left the program today. <laughs> like deals. Holy crap. So I think it's four or five.
1: I think it's actually. That's four how you four. destroy a program quickly.
0: Yeah, still. I mean, that's a lot of kids leaving early. Yeah. Um. So we will talk about that in a bit with large. I'm trying to find where the hell I would find my Can, I, can you show me where to find my fucking bracket? College hockey news. You sons of bitches. While I do that. Yeah. No. So I went to <laughs> that fucking
1: just never ending game. Well, on didn't Saturday you? Uh, you didn't get one of the games, right? Because uh, what wasn't one of the games? That, the one yeah. of the game that uh, that were. What ha, what ha happened? The COVID game. One of the COVID you know, games.
0: What what ha happened was, uh, yeah, we were supposed to go. Uh, Michigan and Duluth were supposed to play the afternoon game in Fargo at three o'clock. I was getting ready to get get ready to go. Jen was still sleeping, and I was about to like as I after I got out of the shower, I was going to tell her, "Hey, let's wake up." Just before I get into the shower, I see Brad Sloshman uh, put something on Twitter. Yeah, Michigan's out. They just they hit COVID protocol. We'll see if North Dakota's game gets moved up because uh, there's no first game. Duluth advances. I'm like, oh wow, okay, cool. So, um, and bu- the bullshit thing about that bracket is even though I was two for two, n- zero points were awarded to me because there were no contest. Like uh, that's bullshit.
1: That's bullshit right there. Yeah, you should still get the points. You won. Yeah. So that didn't happen. Um
0: but yeah, so that game the the Friday game got moved up to an hour earlier. And uh so that worked fine. I actually got Saturday off. That was fun. Nice. Um they're like, "Yeah, i will give you Saturday off so you can you don't have to drive back and forth." Little did I know I sh- the, my my supervisor on Monday told me she's like, "I was about to text you and see if we could find somebody for you so you could stay uh in Fargo." Uh, but we couldn't find anybody i'm like yeah i didn't care it's fine i didn't think it was gonna go fucking five overtimes <laughs> uh so yeah and then saturday that game just it was f- that third period was frantic as hell uh-huh because north dakota scores twice in i believe 40 some seconds with the extra attacker yeah ties the game yeah. then in ov- regular overtime or the second
1: no was... the first overtime because it was down when our way, the puck, When they had the puck. they had the in the crease for like thirty seconds. There's that one, <laughs> and then an off, the offside call. Oh yeah, yeah, that got called. That was called the first overtime.
0: Yeah, because that was the same thing that happened to UND in twenty seven, twenty six, no, twenty seventeen. Because that they got called for their goal got called back because of an offside. and they lost in double overtime. And it's just like, oh, the fate is turning because now it's on their end now. But then. They've just ring stuff off post. Yeah. Stuff's flopping on top of the net after
1: hitting the goalie. God. The goalie. Not, I've oh. never actually seen. I've never seen a puck get saved, go over the goalie's head, hit the top of the net and come back like it was coming back over top of the goal and rest on top of the post. Like it literally like stopped on the top pole on top of the pole.
0: Yeah. Like literally, like literally hit just hit the crossbar and just kind of dangled into the netting. It's like, oh no. Um Yeah, and like the emotion in that one is just like, oh my god, like and then freaking uh, Zach Stage has a cramp and then he gets pulled in the fourth overtime. Uh-huh. Ryan Fanti goes in cold in net, and UND just doesn't shoot the damn puck.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah. They
0: just get like Gavin Hayne gave up a glorious chance. Um, to pass the
1: puck across Yeah, to pass the puck else. across
0: to get it, except the ice there was dog shit. The ice there was just, it was so wet and slow, and the puck was sticking to it. There was no friction. Every intermission, they're getting a temperature. When you have to put a temperature gun to it every time you go out to zam the ice, it's not good ice. Right. Um, and just shots weren't going, shots were sticking to the ice, so the guys couldn't get a full oomph on to it. It was just a gong show. Of a game, and then just all the posts that UND hit, and then the final post that led to uh, Luke Millamock, Clint's nephew, scoring the game winner, using the defenseman as a shield, and away we go. Um, And that was it, so...
1: Yeah, it was a it was a hell it of a game. It was nerve wracking. Started seven thirty p.m. Eastern time and ended at 1.36 a.m. The, the Minnesota Omaha game started, finished, and had press conferences before the UND Duluth yep. game got done. Uh huh. Yeah. It was
0: insane. True story. Oh, so man. it
1: got so bad on ESPN that uh, the the people that were working in the uh, studio left. They weren't even in the studio anymore. So, the like, Andrew Raycroft, um, uh, I don't remember the other two guys. I just remember Raycroft. Um, They literally, at the end of the third overtime, they just recorded something. And they used the same intermission from the second overtime for the next two overtimes. Oh, my God. But what they did was they just played, like, the beginning part of them, like, sitting there, like, looking like they were talking to each other. And then it was the same audio over top of the same highlights for the entire rest of the uh, intermission. It was like they just were like, hey, it's 11.
0: I'm out. (laughs) It's like it's like a truck driver. Listen, I put in my hours. I have a 10 hour break now, sir. (laughs) So. That's funny see any I saw some of the highlights of the people. And, and guess what, folks, if you're a part of the Patreon, patreon.com. So face hockey show. We're going to have a how face hockey show. We'll get on ESPN part two. This time we're going to talk about who we want as our co-workers. Thanks. So on the hockey beat. So, yeah, especially after this weekend, I hope he doesn't yell shot. Oh Boy, boy. And everyone's praising Leah Hextall. And I think rightfully so. I think Leah Hextall did a pretty solid job. She did a Great job on that game. Um
1: I I I have Dave Starman's a, fantastic.
0: I Dave love that. Starman guy. is so great and he's smart too because he doesn't sign a, a exclusive deal with anybody. So he <laughs> freelance, So he like worked CBS earlier this year yeah, and yeah. now he's working ESPN. I did he's see genius. Him on genius. He is right. goddamn genius. <laughs> so we'll talk about that. And I like Leah Hexel. I think she, for for someone who hasn't called a game in over a year, pert she did well. It's yeah. just like some of the cadence she had annoyed me. But that's just me because I'm a sociopath. OK, so there's that. The only bracket that I did good in was the Minnesota State bracket. I had I had Minnesota beating Omaha. I had Minnesota State beating uh, Lake Superior. And then I had Minnesota State win, win, winning the regional. So there's that. Nice. Uh, so I died dog. Shit. I'm dog shit. Otherwise, <laughs> it's fine. This is
1: why you don't bet on children. Right. Exactly. There we go. Moral, uh,
0: the moral of the moral of the story don't bet on children. Don't <laughs> bet on children. Ladies and gentlemen. And now it's it's to see one UND guy went to the transfer portal after his senior year since this year doesn't count. Uh one kid signed with Dallas, Jordan Calguchi, Le Capito. Uh the Florida Panthers are pursuing another defenseman Matt Kierstead. We're on Shane Pinto, Jacob Bernard Docker watch to see if they sign with Edmonton or with to, with Ottawa. Uh-huh. It's a hell of a thing. It Sanderson is a two, maybe, right? Huh? Sanderson too,
1: unless he's already gone. Uh no, I think he's staying another. He he looked great. Holy needs another, shit. Needs another year. I mean, okay, so Sanderson, and we're just gonna stay on this game for a little while. I, I don't care. Let's That's go. fine. Uh, Sanderson makes that second goal, the tying goal. hmm Because Sanderson somehow, and I don't remember how he gets down there, but is in the Near side corner to to get a puck on a six on five. So your one of your two defensemen is somehow like at the goal line, basically in the corner, retrieving a puck, turns with it, and totally like backstroms their entire defense, where everybody just kind of moves off them and gives them enough room that he holds it for almost three seconds. And skates around the corner so that he can open up the play and move it to the other side of the rink. And I was like, "Holy shit, that was amazing!" And then the guy kind of fans slash I'm gonna call it a pass to a (laughs) wide open, uh, wide open captain on the uh, in that original corner where Sanderson got the puck from. (laughs) Yeah, just finds a wide open net. Yeah. I mean, my God, that was amazing. And the way that he skates, like. it's so smooth. It's like he uses zero energy at all. Yeah. Even TV's Joe Miller was commenting on Sanderson skating. <laughs> well, you get that high praise. <laughs> uh, you got you to go there. But yeah, no, and
0: it's funny because the third, third overtime, he was looking as fresh as he did in that third period. Yeah. And he was just skating around. everybody, just taking a lap. And then he hit. He I, I hit wanted him like
1: to two. just take it right to the goal. I'm like, yeah. just go,
0: shoot. Yeah, you have the room. <laughs> I think he hit three posts, too, the whole game. Uh, Uh, And he hit he he double donked it, which turned the other way for the winning goal. So, like, he had his uh, opportunities all the way through
1: that fifth overtime. Jeez. Yeah, he looked great. I mean, I didn't see him all year. I saw him for a total of of two games. I will. the, The only knock
0: I have against him is something I saw during the season when he has the puck in his own zone and he's got a four check on him. He knows he has the skills to do it. He he tries to bank it off the backboard and do like a little fancy spin around move or whatever. And he's got caught on that a couple of times. Yeah. So I think it's getting the ego out of him because he's like, he's exceptional skilled. He's perfect. He's probably a near perfect player for that University of North Dakota team. Yeah. But he has the tendency to ha- overhandle the puck
2: uh-huh.
0: and try to do too much with it when he's got a four check and it's led to a couple turnovers. And I think as it went on, he kind of killed that off of his game a little bit. he become more cognizant of around it, especially in the NCHC, which is a smash-mouth division. Uh, I
1: think hey he now. realized...
0: <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yes, exactly.
1: Somebody wants...
0: <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, no, I think he's going to be I think he stays another year and I think he doesn't get past sophomore year. Tyler Cleffin also
1: looked good. Another senator's. Oh, prospect. God, I didn't even realize he was a freshman.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler Clevin's like six, four to something. Yeah. And like he is he's really good, too. He's a bruising kind of guy. He's got a heavy shot as well. I thought he played pretty decent uh, throughout the two games that we saw him in the tournament. I thought he played especially at, like Sanderson as the season went on. He got better and better. But right now, it's a question of whether Shane Pinto, who's the NCHC player of the year and one of the final 10 for the Hobie Baker, and uh, Jacob Bernard Docker, who is the NCHC defensive defenseman of the year, uh, if they leave for Ottawa. No, no one's sure, because everyone's just like, Pinto loves the college life and loves doing college things, so we're not sure if he's going to Ottawa. So I'm like, yeah, no, I could see that. I can see that, absolutely. And
1: Ottawa's like, we're not much different. Exactly. Hey, hey, we don't have colleges around here, though. Oh, no. <laughs> we got a oh. casino, right?
0: <laughs> We're out in the middle of nowhere. Have your fun. But yeah, that was a uh, hell of a season for UND. Uh, okay. Didn't end the way they wanted, it. But man, that was that
1: was a fun end to the ride. Good yeah. God. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. If you're going to lose in the NCAA tournament, <laughs> you definitely I mean, you go out in style. Yeah. Right, I mean, go out, go out in the fifth overtime. If you're really gonna, if you're gonna make this thing something, you're um, not gonna be a coward. <laughs> go yeah. out in the fifth overtime. Yeah, I told Scotty before the show that uh, Jen is normally the NHL history girl, but she was part of NCAA history uh, this past it, weekend. It is the third
0: longest game in NCAA the entire history, longest in tournament history by. Nineteen. Nope. Yep.
1: Nineteen minutes. The the men's and the women's, I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For the men's. I'm just looking at men's here just because College Hockey News has no section for women's, which is dumb shit. But anyway, uh, the previous men's tournament uh, longest was one hundred and twenty three minutes and fifty three seconds when St. Lawrence beat Boston University in twenty in two thousand in the Albany Regional. The longest game overall. 151 minutes and 42 seconds, Massachusetts beating Notre Dame in 2015 in game
1: one of the Hockey East first round. Oh, so that could destroy a tournament if they're yeah. all playing at the same place. My God, exactly. you guys just pack your shit up. Come back tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We're not going to play tonight.
0: Yeah, guys, listen, we're going to we're going to set up uh, we're going to set up cots in the, ba- in, in the dressing rooms. Uh, <laughs> you, you go ahead and sleep there. Uh, let me see what happened in that tournament.
1: It's like that, uh, that team that's uh, sleeping in their arena all season. <laughs> Red Deer, yeah. Just hanging out, chilling, maxing, relaxing, all
0: cool. And yep. Notre Dame was a 5 seed. Mass was a 12 seed. Uh, and Notre, So uh, Mass lost the, la- the next two games. Oh, you know?
1: that's your 12 or, over 5 right there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but Notre Dame is a 5-12. Uh, Notre Dame won. And then subsequently... How the hell does this go? Wait a minute. So that's the opening round. Where's the quarterfinals? It gets reseeded. Notre Dame lost to UMass Lowell the next round. Uh, so, well, I mean, obviously. Uh, yeah, for sure. So there we go. That's that. All right. Um, right. I'm sure when Mark comes in, we'll talk about how he did not watch the game. Nope. And uh, I'm sorry, we'll, we'll no. move on from there. I'm and laugh and be like, ha, college hockey. <laughs> hockey. Get out of here with that. <clears throat> Alright, let's get to uh, some injuries. Uh, oh, yeah. Who's down and out with some blues? Maybe some black and bruised. It's the Face Off Hockey Show Injury Reports. Amazingly enough, I think 86 minutes was the longest UND game. I think it was like the middle of the third overtime. Blew that out of the water. <laughs> uh, yeah, that looks like jump change. I know, right? The COVID list of the week uh, for Anaheim, Alexander Volkov. Uh, pretty Is sure he black shots. Uh, exactly. I think he does. Uh, Jake Debrusque of Boston. Uh, Brendan Lemieux of Los Angeles. Zach Parisi of Minnesota, still on the list. Joe Armia. And Eric Stahl of Montreal that Right. Eric Stahl in the mandatory quarantine. I think Brendan Lemieux might be in mandatory quarantine. He as well. might be. Uh, Brett Howden of the Rangers and Adam Gaudet of the Vancouver Canucks. Adam Gaudet, of course, brother of Cam Gaudet of the Maryland Black Bears. Fun facts. Wow.
1: It's a Black Bear centric show already. Black
0: Bear family member centric show. <laughs> uh some non-covid issues uh air neck
1: blood fractured oh leg. god Dumped
0: for the season did not watch it i cannot watch leg injuries.
1: i'm not gonna watch it either but yeah. uh everything that i i heard or read on twitter uh did not make it seem like it was something i wanted to watch
0: yeah no when they bring out the, when they say they put his leg in an air cast that's when i'm like nope i'm deucing out on this one guys you Yeah, have- yeah no dice I don't need this. I don't need a Joe Theismann thing. Unless Aaron Eckblad comes back to host American Gladiators, then I might, you know, have to relive it a little bit. Uh, Anthony Duclair, upper body injury. He is out seven to ten days. And Tuka Rask, upper body injury. He is day to day. But aren't we all? A little fine news, a little fine news. As Connor McDavid goes oops upside the head of uh, Jesperi Kotuniemi, and he gets a $5,000 fine for that uh-huh. one. All right. Big big old big old elbow. Good. Um, so there we go. Uh Patreon. Johnny, do you know we have a Patreon? I do. I didn't.
1: Oh. No. Wait. You run it. Oh shit, I do. Yeah. I guess I did it then, huh? Yeah. You probably do. Yeah.
0: Patreon. We have a Patreon. Uh Patreon.com slash face off hockey show. You can go there. You get some stuff. You get some things. Uh, If you're in the $5 tier, not only are you able to vote for a segment every single week of the show, but you also get our podcast, uh, our Patreon podcast exclusive, How the Face Off Hockey Show will be on ESPN. That is on there. We have one episode up. We're going to record another episode after the show. Uh, So there you go. And $1 a month gets you the video show as well when we put it up on the YouTube in a hidden link. So there you go. That's fun. Uh, so thanks to Pat, Jeff, Kevin, Matthew, Damon, Mark, Ethan, Trista, Chris, Rob, Sean, and Mitch. You guys, they guys contribute it. You can too. It's faceoff hockey show uh, on Patreon, patreon.com. slash so face off hockey show. So this week, Johnny, this is something that we're gonna have uh, a fun time talking about because I don't think either of us know what the fuck this is. Perfect. Um, so Matthew Kachuk, uh huh, is a trendsetter.
3: Okay. Did you know this?
0: I, uh, okay. OK, so, you know, he's a Calgary Flames forward. Yeah. Yeah. You know about that.
1: I, I've i heard about, you know, that. you
0: know, that much, right?
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. I heard that Calgary tried to steal a hockey puck from a, a kid that won his first NHL game.
0: Listen, man, listen, like, let's not get into this. Like, I mean, let's not pronger the situation up.
1: <laughs> um, I didn't know. I was just picking up the puck. I didn't know it was his first win. As soon I know it was, told win. Me it was his first win. I threw it back down on the ice. I didn't know. I was just picking up the puck. I was just kicking it along the ice, going, ha ha, catch me if you can. I didn't know anything.
0: <laughs> uh, so, Matthew Chuck's going to be a trendsetter. He is going to be the first NHLer to release a minted non fungible token. A what? A non fungible token. Are these the NFTs? These are the and NFTs. Tell- hearing about, I keep hearing about these all the time. NBA Top Shot is one of the hottest things on the market. I don't know what the fuck it is.
1: I don't either. I thought it was a new WWE network, <laughs> like a, <laughs> a like new, they were a new federation, a new federation, of WWE, like they were bringing in like another show, like a Thursday night show. All right. So NFT. it's it, it's a digital
0: art piece. It is a one of one NFT uh 100% of the proceeds going to the uh Alberta Children's Hospital and the St. Louis Children's Hospital split amongst the two. Okay. Uh uh auction ends April 1st if you're scoring at home or even if you're alone. I mean these have been coming bringing in big money though, right? Uh yeah. So like the top shot I think is like almost $250 a pack. For that and stuff? These are like cards. These are these are
1: they're digital. They're digital things. They're di- they're digital they're digital situations. This is so, so good talking about something that we have no idea the, we have what we're no talking about. Fucking
3: clue about.
1: What? I mean, some people might say that that's what this well, show have based we've done on for twenty, 20 years. years. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I mean, we're fine. Um,
1: Are we so, doing research? I'm actually all right. So I'm I want to just make stuff up. I don't want to. Re- I don't want to find out what it actually is.
0: Okay. Well, I even if I told you, I don't know if you'd fucking know what it is.
1: Okay. perfect.
0: So non-fungible tokens nfts a unit of data on a digital ledger called blockchain Uh, where nft can represent a unique digital item and thus not interchangeable nfts can represent digital files such as art audio video items and video games and other forms of creative work can't you just fucking like screenshot and copy it like what i don't like, like i look at this nba top shot stuff and it's like it's 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 like gifs they're just
3: gifs
1: Okay, I don't. Like, but they're I mean, in part of blockchain, I guess. So that means that yes. no one can ever take them from you. They're basically like uh, cryptocurrency type, which I don't understand thing. either. <laughs> I mean, cryptocurrency is uh, is uh, yeah, agreed. Um, <laughs> well, I I mean, I understand the concept of blockchain. I don't understand how you uh, use it to sell art and stuff, but maybe. You know, maybe this is the beginning. Maybe, maybe uh, two hundred fifty dollars is going to be a steal in like ten years.
0: So the uh, so a base set of NBA Top Shot is nine dollars. Okay. If you want to get a Rising Stars with rare elements to it, one hundred ninety nine dollars a pack. Okay. For nine cards or nine NFTs. Okay. If you want like an All Star Game edition, you get uh, well. You can't get them anymore because they're all sold out. 229 do
1: you have to keep these on like a blockchain ledger like how do you get how do you get these is like on a website and then you have to like sign in with your blockchain or do they send you like a, a usb key to hold all of your stuff
0: i am all right how does this so let's, work? Let's, go to, let's go to nba top shots common questions
1: the hell I'm is it questions <laughs> yeah it just starts with the fuck?
0: <laughs> all right so you can collect epic moments at nba and nba like gianna uh the GNS dupos dunks and Luka Donish's dimes and Kyrie Irving's crossovers. Every night an NBA player does something so amazing you need to watch the highlight on repeat. Now you can make all those plays yours. So you own. Does this also give you exclusive rights to NBA content that allows you to view on YouTube? It'd be great oh if you
1: could. My God.
0: Does this uh, mean
1: that ESPN can't use your content? I guess not. It's like the NCAA.
0: Only a scarce number of top shot moments are released, so building the best collection requires a scout's eye and a superstar's dedication to become a top collector and staying in-demand packs when they drop. Okay. So I guess you got, like, common cards, you got rare cards, legendary cards, and, like, an ultimate set. This tells me nothing about how this works. Uh, collectible stats, players... Uh, unique number, size, rarity. Okay, player stats, dive into the current numbers. Game stats gets you a full picture of the top shots with competitive stats from that actual game. Okay, that's pretty cool. Showcase the moment. Put your prize collection on digital, on display in a curated showcase. Oh, so like you had, I, I guess it's like the cloud and you put it up there and other people see it like a museum.
1: And then they can like give it thumbs up.
0: Give it, Johnny, this site like gives me nothing. I put common questions and I've gotten nothing.
1: <laughs> well, why I've would got, they tell you what it all actually right, here we means? Go. All right, here we go. What is They're top We're trying spot? to sell it. All right um i mean other than the fact that i i swear i blew out my uh my ankle playing soccer within the past like three or four years this is the oldest i've felt in a while is talking about this crap
0: yeah so i mean like you get legendary tiers like there, so there's a genesis tier the ultimate tier there's only it's a one of one it's available through auctions same with the platinum ice ultimate tier okay so those are available through auction only but a legendary tier which is numbered up to 4.99 uh is available in like regular packs like you can get and it's like you could score moments each pack contains a different assortment of possible moments with the exact breakdown of what is available inside packs uh looking for specific moments to fill out your collection try to build up a stockpile of your picks f- uh for the next hot rookie you just missed out on ladies latest pack blah 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 so you can find things on sale so there's a steph curry from february 14th 2020 that's huh? available. That's seven are available. It's an assist card. for okay. $3,000. For what? $3,333. It's available for sale.
1: I, there are people that have too much money. Yeah, no. I, um, that's the first thing that I get out of this. Like, there are people that have too much money. But like, see, I don't understand the resale market on this either. Like, I understand you buy a car, right? I'm gonna go and buy like a an old car at auction, and I'm gonna spend fifty grand on this car. Uh, and in 15 years, if it becomes more rare, then you know it's more expensive. I can just take it back to Meekum auctions, and I'll be on Saturday mornings instead <laughs> of the Premier League.
0: Well, I don't know
1: <laughs> who knows anymore. <laughs> um, but like, I don't get the I don't get how you. Uh, is this the next is this really like the uh the progression of cards like it have we that way. have we outlasted the like photo card and the uh and the like uh jersey card, and now we're getting to like here this card is a video you know type of thing like yeah. I, uh, I don't get it. I don't understand. But I don't. Uh, so I, I feel like I. I feel like I'm on the fence. Actually, I feel like I understand the concept. I feel like this is the next progression after cards. Like we have, we're in a digital era. You can start getting things digitally that move, and you can keep them, and that's cool. I do not understand why they're selling for three thousand dollars. Yeah, I don't know the re- remarket value on these, especially an assist from
0: Valentine's Day of 2020. <laughs> like, why was that assist so special? Like, like can we find it
1: on YouTube? Like, exactly. is, can we find like, what the assist looks like on YouTube Johnny, before we you buy? It, though, bro. I don't really you want to own his own assist. That.
0: You can't own the moment, like Bauer told us in the early 2000s. Oh, man. So, what do you do with a moment, you ask? One, you could build a collection. Put together a complete collection is an amazing achievement. One way to start building a collection <laughs> is start. It's
1: just targeting specific sets. So I'm just, right now, I'm sorry, this is where my mind went first, uh-huh. is what do you do with a moment? You put them together with the other moments and you have a whole whole game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number two,
0: complete challenges to earn rewards. Most new drops are associated with a challenge. These challenges are often... Your ticket the special challenge rewards not available in packs. So giveaways. Three, show off your fandom. Uh, prove you're the goat by putting your prize collection on display and curated showcases. You can name your showcase. You can share with friends. You can select your top moments. You could trade with your friends. Trade moments with your friends around the world within minutes. Thanks to blockchain, you could certainly securely transfer ownership of a moment to anyone at any time.
1: I would like a shining moment. Boost your baller status, Johnny. You get points by by balling. Is that when you buy those uh, Satan Nike shoes? Oh yeah, that'd be great actually.
0: Uh, top shot. Price this week man. has
1: been this week's been huge for random things coming out on the internet, right? Um, all right. Sales. So what Good. is what is uh, Matthew Kachuk doing for his? NFL? So he's doing like an art piece. It's going to be a picture of uh, his balls. Okay,
0: that's rude. It's for children, Johnny. Uh. It's, children, <laughs> no, just, it's just for the, the children's hospital. Just
1: the money goes to the children.
0: So it's a picture of him. So here's the card. Hi uh, Mark, by the way. Hi. We're talking about non fungible tokens.
4: Oh, that's right up my alley. Super right. deeper.
0: So, so here it is. So here's it's a pic. All right, I can go full screen. I can go full screen. So here you go. So here's a pic. It's a picture of him. No logos because they couldn't get NHL licensing. Obviously. So it's a pic. It's a picture of him. It's him skating between the legs, receiving a pass, or giving a pass, or taking a shot. And then there's a picture of him with his mouth guard out. And there you go. You've just seen. You just own. That's the card. That's this is the entire thing, that you're bidding for. This is, is a non-goal. Fun- is that his overtime goal? got it, it between yeah. his legs. I think so. I think you're right on that one. That's so this it. is the entire token. This right. is this is what's being for sale.
4: Interesting. Yeah. So, so, and it's nine thousand dollars. So that's I, the, that's I, the I, heard, I heard. Oh wow, I heard of something similar, rate. similar to this for basketball. NBA. I forget, I forget what it's called, but it's like you. It, it, it the the premise is that uh, you bid on these moments. So there's, you know, a video capture of a, of gameplay. I like
1: how Mark just comes in and he has the same thoughts that we've been talking about. Yeah. So I mean, this
4: is legit. This is something.
1: So Mark, it's NBA Top Shot. We've been talking about this. Um, uh,
0: And and we were trying to figure out through what Top Shot's uh, uh, website was describing, what the fuck this is. Still haven't figured it out.
4: So Um, it's, but that's the thing. Like, so uh, I, I listened to. Whatever, I listened to a podcast called Axios. Uh, I forget whatever it's called anyway. They talked to the guy okay. who is sort of representing NBA top shots uh, from a social standpoint and was trying to describe what all this is. Uh, actually, the people who created the NBA top shots are the same people who did Crypto Kitties. Did you ever hear of Crypto
1: Kitties? Yep. No, no uh-uh. so uh-uh.
4: essentially, uh, it's
1: you have to keep them it's, like, alive. it's
4: like it's like it's uh, like Pokemon cards, how you have physical Pokemon cards and you can't like just make a copy of the Pokemon card and play the Pokemon card. You can make a copy of it, of course, and paste it on cardboard. But you can't use that card in a game. Right. Mm-hmm. Only the card that was printed by the Pokemon people or Nintendo people you can use in a, in a game of Pokemon. Right. Or whatever. So these moments you can own. Right. And it's just this video clip and you have a token proving that it's the legit version of the video clip, of course you can go to YouTube or wherever and like snip out that same exact probably clip and have the video clip, but it it won't be usable in other things, right? There's there's the collectible aspect of it. And then on top of that, there's going to be games that come out where you can use your moments to play against each other. But why are
1: they $9,000? Well, well, this here,
4: in this case, I don't know what the art is. This is a one on one. Yeah, artwork is just the collectible aspect so, of it. But so, what do you do with it when you own it? I don't know.
0: Fucking no. Like we were trying to figure this out. So thirty the thirty-nine seconds ago a 2020 21, Steph Curry Seeing Stars three pointer sold for $305. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier before that, a, a one minute ago, a Tyrese Halliburton Rising Stars Sacramento King number eleven hundred and twenty four sold for thousand dollars.
1: It still goes back to my thought that people have too much money.
0: Yeah. A Cody Zeller: <laughs> he?: 30: I don't know. He plays for the Charlotte Hornets. Okay.: uh, he, The base number is 34,362. So there's a ton of these fucking things out there, sold for 2,000 dollars, five minutes ago.
4: I'm telling you it doesn't make sense. It's too so much the, money in the world. The non the non fungible <laughs> token thing makes sense for digital artists, yes, right?
1: I see that. It, yes, yeah, yeah,
4: that's fine. Where you can, you know, you can, again, although although anybody I could say... take a snapshot or whatever, right? It's just not going to be as good quality and it's not going to be authentic from the artist, right? The token proves that it's authentic from the artist, and you can have the same exact file with a hundred tokens. Proving that you bought it from the artist, and then what do you do with it? You need a high resolution something to display it with, right? I mean, it's it, it's just strange. It's strange, because what are um, frames? I are mean, frames now going to be just like high resolution TVs, monitors now that you display there. your non-fungible token artwork with?
1: I mean, they could be they I mean, some of those some of those framed art are actually like TVs anyway. Currently, where you can just kind of put pictures and stuff up in them um is this kind of like how you would get like a certificate of authentication when you were getting like a um a signature yeah, of somebody yeah
4: i think so, yeah, I would think so. <clears throat>
1: um like you're that's, that's uh Anton what, yeah. he's got a, a certificate of authentication i think in there
4: yeah i think it's on the back
0: uh it's funny we have uh, one of our one of our long time listeners uh, our boy Gun Cannon out there in CBUS, He says he hates this. He says uh it, it's for real artists out there this the, these non-fungible tokens are terrible because like it's uh, if you don't do digital artwork and you actually do regular artwork you're kind of getting fucked over because no one wants to buy regular artwork anymore. Cuz they yeah, all, they all have these non-fungibles. No fungibles, Mark. Just, yeah. Not, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't fungi. say
4: I wouldn't say that the physical art market has gone away because of non-fungible tokens. Okay, maybe I don't not expect so. that. I, to,
0: I, I, maybe the, I, I went ahead and and put that out.
4: Yeah. I mean the the artwork any any craft handcrafted anything uh, is going to be worth something whether it's physical or digital. There's always going to be a market for things that are <laughs> marketable. Let me see if I can find my tweet. For lack of a better term. But like right. I, I would, I, and again, maybe this is a generational thing. Maybe the whole cryptocurrency wave is going to wash over Gen Z and I'm, we're, we're going to be the old bastards that still have physical art on our
0: walls and baseball cards that we don't you know, collect well, on our phones by, and by, tablets. By, not for nothing. I just bought more physical artwork uh, the other day. <laughs> not, yeah, good. So, I mean, think about it. Think, oh, think,
4: think about When the internet
0: goes down, then you'll, you'll have uh, artwork. I, and and yeah. I'm sorry, it wasn't Gun Cannon. Shout out to Gun Cannon, though. He's doing great for his RC. His RC. Uh, he's yeah. posting a lot of stats of his RC cars. That's awesome. That's yeah. um, it's a, 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 a Twitter user, at uh, hellbent. Bent spelled like Ben Gustafson. Oh. Um, he says, as an artist, NFTs are annoying. That recent quote-unquote art sale that was glorified collage set many of us into a full, full rage mode. So, interesting.
4: So, John, so, two things. Yeah, two things. first of all, Think think so. In 20 years, we're going to have StarNet or Skynet or whatever the hell that sh- that thing is. That's just a, a, a mesh of satellites over the Earth providing internet. Internet uh, going down isn't going to be a problem in 20 years. Yeah. Um, it's however, get there first. in 20 years, when all the kids that are like you know Hudson's age now, you know three year olds that don't understand the concept of having a physical anything, everything, mm-hmm. almost everything is digital, right? But maybe they'll play a board game. Maybe, <laughs> I, it, hopefully. But, like, if I ever, you know, pull out my, uh, you know, baseball cards or hockey cards from when I was a kid, he's going to look at them like, What the hell are these things? Why do you have little pieces of paper with people on them? And then pull out his phone and say, Look at all these things I have. I mean, yeah. you're already seeing it with video games
3: mm-hmm. because
4: in video games, like, um, I don't know, Fortnite uh, and some of the other very uh, massively online games there are rare items that people sell for a shit ton of money to each other and that started years ago but the problem with those is that whenever the company who makes the video game decides that they want to make more of this rare item they can just do it right whereas these non-fungible tokens are you know the artist made a hundred of these the artist i guess could issue more non-fungible tokens but they're only hurting themselves at that point because if they issue more they've
1: also (laughs) already made their money
4: yeah yeah I mean who knows I I don't know
1: I do agree with you to the point where like I mean think of the difference between having uh, CDs and then uh, 80 gig iPad or iPod you know like All of a sudden, your entire music collection and, like, four other people's music collections around this tiny thing that's this big, like, you know, four (laughs) inches tall by an inch wide or an inch thick, you know, whereas before, like, you're like, oh, we're going on a road trip. Grab the box of CDs. Yeah.
4: Yeah. The, so, when when I went I mean, in when I, in my Mazda six I had a six disc changer when yeah, I first I bought it back in oh. two thousand five it was like holy shit six discs that was I am art. I'm gonna have all the music I could ever need on these six discs and then in like two thousand and nine or that? ten a like
1: hundred and twenty songs six discs nah probably uh, about 60s.
2: yeah 16?
4: well it depends if you burned your own you got it, like usually oh, sure, fifteen can. to eighteen you could probably yeah. fit on there. But you know, I re- I replaced that in- incredible head unit that had a six disc changer in it with a relatively medium of the line, middle of the line head unit that had a three and a half millimeter input in it. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Like yeah, it had one. I had one C. You could put one CD in it, but I never used that because all I did was plug the the iPod or yeah the iPod in and True. play all thousands 10,000 songs that i had on my ipod 10,000 maniacs three millimeter three and a half millimeter jack yeah the is no, it a plug or a jack can... i always get those mixed up oh, jack is the male jack. right and plug is the female sure so it was a plug on the head unit i guess jack yeah you cable. put the
1: jack into the plug
4: yes i think there so we yes
1: <laughs> we did it well I think Mark showed up, he got to tell us what it was, my God
0: yeah, yeah so as as I see here, like honestly, this is like this is the new thing, and I don't get it, and I'm old and I feel like a boomer
4: so it's imagine if you could take the baseball cards that you collected okay. right, the I'm rare ones, the ones All that right. were worth something, sure congrats, and at Junior the same time card you can uh, collect, that Tommy
0: Kelly basic card, yep, exactly,
4: you could collect them while while simultaneously using them. In you know other aspects in games in, you know I, I I can't even think about other ways to use it, but I'm sure that these people who created the NBA Top Shots are are thinking of other ways to use it because, the fact is collectibility doesn't automatically make something valuable. Using it in a game or using it in some other manner, all if you if you make it more versatile, it becomes more valuable.
0: Uh-huh. So, so you're with- saying my Manny Legacy right here is not versatile, <laughs> Mark.
4: I mean, he it's seems not, to be. I mean, look how
1: look at how, look at the flexible that guy is.
4: He definitely got scored on right there, but oh, sure, yeah, it's he's still impressive.
0: Hard. Still looking great with that wonderful Niagara Falls Thunder jersey. Oh, man.
4: Now, if you could use that Manny Legacy card in some sort of like hockey-based tabletop like card almost
0: game. a WWE supercard situation. Yeah, exactly. So what on, about that NHL supercard? I was going to didn't the NHL have a supercard too. So think yeah. so think
4: so think about that, right? So
0: that because so this the supercards be weren't
4: the supercards weren't rare. The supercards no. weren't limited. You could no. anybody could own anybody as a matter of fact. I mean, the whole point was to try and collect the whole set, I think. Oh, and, right? So but imagine an NHL NHL supercards game where the tokens were limited. So if you really, really needed that Steph Curry and you really, really wanted to win the game, you would pay whatever it took to get that Steph Curry or whatever. I could,
0: I could load in my Martin Genrod Baltimore skip checks. freaking exactly. card. And exactly. it would be great.
4: And all the stats that come along with it.
0: Right, this yeah. one goal and two assists in 10 games. Third line depth,
1: baby. See, so we're talking about the NFTs and all that kind of stuff, right? <laughs> and... And I still don't actually understand how teams, how uh, how like FIFA teams get put together where they're like, I play for Manchester City and they've got like players from all over the world and like Pele on their team. You so, know, like <laughs> and I'm like, what? The? So that yeah, one's I, easy
4: to describe. It is. Yeah. It, it is. Uh, it's called fuck. I, I can't. Remember, I don't know what it's I, called. That's what it's called. I think it's it's called a hoop. FIFA ultimate team. FUT. Yeah not fuck fut. <laughs> <laughs> FIFA Ultimate Team but you open packs of cards and yeah. the cards are have our players and the players have certain stats you can get different versions of the cards just like yeah. you can get like an all rookie card for somebody or just the regular tops card or a donruss card or a one that has
0: Well NHL has that too with uh, their EA games as well. Yes, they have they have
4: you know Ultimate Team they don't call it I forget what yeah, they, they do. Call they it. call it Is it Ultimate League. Hockey Ultimate Hockey. Team or whatever. Yeah. Right. So But there's different versions of cards of different players and the versions of cards that come out are limited if there's like Uh, player of the week or player of the month cards right you can only get them during the month and the stats that go along with them for that month and they're usually bumped up from their normal stats but those can be sold so that's how these people create their teams as they go and buy Uh, these outrageous cards just because I'm using Man City's jerseys. Jeez. doesn't mean that I have to play with man city I'm just using their jersey and i have
1: i wish the they did have to it's
0: yeah. too much money in the fucking world man
1: i'm gonna say this though fifa uh my fifa and NHL two thousand thirteen games did not have this stuff when I was playing them on the p s three I was real good in that game especially hockey i made my i worked my way up to the caps real quick first season boom on the caps right wing just Bombing, bombing shots, obviously. Um, yeah. But uh the last time I played a video game, uh, it, it they didn't have this kind of stuff in it.
4: Just, yeah, just and now bad. it's all it's all the, it's kind of the whole draw of these games now is the online play. Playing through a you know season or a a, a dynasty or whatever a career is not the way that the the kids play these games anymore.
1: Interesting. To the
4: to the point where FIFA had to actually put in a story, a one player story mode that had like voice actors and the actual soccer well, players yeah. voicing themselves to get people to play anything other than online play.
0: <laughs> and that and that that was a big deal for NBA two K too when they put that spike when Spike Lee created the storyline for one of one of the two K's for like the their life situation. And which yeah. something people wow. actually NHL people who play NHL want that to happen. They want more in, some of the old school guys want the more in-depth stuff just because they don't like that stupid shell shit. Um, but shockingly yeah. enough, EA doesn't listen to them. So,
4: yeah, them? well, I mean, I'm not going to buy an NHL game. If most of the content that they care about is the online play and, and scheduling these bullshit tournaments and esports and whatever else they do, whatever, man, I'm not going to buy the new NHL game. for that i I hate playing people online (laughs) that i don't don't know i I will say that i don't know sure playing online is great but playing like a 12 year old that has nothing else to do but play nhl is no fun for me because i get my ass kicked
1: (laughs) i mean he's right
0: he's right yeah Yeah. not wrong Uh not wrong all right um that was that was a good segment of showing how old we are um some other news: Gov- the Canadian government approves a seven-day quarantine for NHLers coming into Canada, which is what Eric Stahl's under right now. <laughs> the Eric Stahl rule. The Eric Stahl rule.
4: Or uh, law, the playoffs. I guess I should say <laughs> Yeah, that, that is a law change.
0: Isn't uh, it? I don't know if it's a law. I don't know if they're, they're know. just stalling the law.
4: Ah, yeah. uh, I thought the I thought the whole quarantine thing was like a government mandate.
0: That is probably a mandate rather, Is a mandate a law?
4: Hmm, it's a good point. I don't know. Where's Berman when you need him?
0: I don't know. Probably wearing white gloves somewhere. Uh, the playoffs have been delayed by a day because they had to reschedule 19 games. <laughs> <laughs> so rescheduling oh. those 19 games Whew. pushed it by a day. Let's hope this doesn't happen again. <laughs> uh, Johnny, you watched this one. The Boston Pride won the Isabel Cup in the NWHL. I, I watched did. some of it, and yeah, you're right. The that, that neutral zone of the blue ice, kind of distracting a little bit. It's distracting. distracting.
1: The only reason it's distracting though is because the um the logo still had white underneath of them. Uh, so okay. it was like the uh so they got those sheets, the sheet logos, right? You don't actually paint logos on the ice anymore. Nope. So uh the sheet logos all had white backgrounds um so they put them down and then they made like blue ice but you could still see the white background around the h1 of the logo so that was kind of weird to me and off-putting um they made a mention during the broadcast too that uh that the nwhl thank you buddy i don't know how many times (laughs) i said nwsl on the nwhl wanted to do something different than the NHL to show that they were not the NHL. So if somebody was flipping through channels and came across the hockey game on NBCSN, uh, that's why they had the purple uh, uh, pipes on the uh, goals and the uh, and the blue neutral zone. And I was like, my first thought was, well, I'm pretty certain people are going to know because it's like Boston playing like connecticut right connecticut doesn't have an nhl team anymore but you know neither here nor there uh so my first thought is why aren't they why are they playing in
0: their practice arena i that would be my first question
1: well and Uh, it was also funny too because the uh jerseys were supplied or at least made by the same group that makes the nhl jerseys
0: yep k1 so k1 coming at you i don't know it was a good game though Looked like a solid game towards the end yeah. I think I s- turned it on. I was in the press box during an intermission. I don't know which one. There's like 80 of them. Uh, and I saw the uh, Boston scored their third goal. So I'm like, ah, oh, it's over now. So there's that. Patrick Marleau passed Mark Messier for second all-time in games played. So he's just got Gordie Halle to reach. longevity also does not mean quality either, folks. Let's just put that right there. Stan Bowman is going to be the U.S. Olympic team general manager with Bill Guerin as his assistant general manager. That was announced today and then also announced uh, yesterday the record numbers for the World Juniors in Edmonton this year. Uh, With digital and TV numbers, over 100 million viewers worldwide turned into the uh, World Junior Championship. Broadcast across 12 countries, Canada TV audiences averaged 1.1 million viewers while internationally close to 20 million tuned in on average per live game. Most watched since 2015, with 13.5 unique uh, Canadian viewers, 36% of the population uh, being on TSN. Quarterfinals between Russia and Germany peaked at 15 million viewers and Russians Channel 1. $38,027,690 were generated in total sales from the 50-50 online jackpot to help grassroots projects uh 22 million page views for the uh iihf.com which is up 70% from tw- uh 2020 and then uh 162.9 million total impressions and 7.1 million total engagements on social media across hockey canada and the ihf channels so those are some stats for you nerds <laughs> Ah, we're joined by Lyle Richardson right now. Hello, Lyle. Good evening, gentlemen. Did you watch any of the godforsaken five overtime game? Did that get the TSN (laughs) decide to put that on and just let it run?
3: Uh, Honestly, I didn't get a chance to uh, to see to see that. But I I saw uh, what I did, the highlights. So that's not the same thing as as sitting through five overtimes. All I could do was flash back to uh, Penguin's Flyers back in the day before mm. uh, Keith Primo put everybody oh, yeah. out of their misery. Far <laughs> down that shot. Yeah. Yeah, Boy, you guys was, were at that one, though, weren't you? That was <laughs> yeah, a, uh, I could tell because you're still rubbing
0: your eyes from it. Here, Here's the shitty part is I left uh, because betwe- I had to work at 7 a.m. on Sunday. Yeah, it was about, about quarter to one when we left during the fourth intermission, fourth <laughs> overtime intermission. And I, and I told Jen as we're walking out, watch, they're going to fucking end it early. And then 2.41 in, they fucking ended. I'm like, of course, of course, this is sorry. 2.13 in, they ended it. I'm like, of course, this happens. When Fueling up at a truck shop.
3: Did you so, hear it in the radio or something? Or or. Uh... Uh, we,
0: we, I was in line getting a Slim Jim and a Coke for the ride home. And Jen's like, Duluth scored. I'm like, fuck, of course they did. <laughs> of, course they of
3: course they did. Of course
0: they fucking did.
1: Oh, five so, overtimes, though. Oi oy. oy. Uh-huh. Uh, was, I told it, Scotty that I'm still tired and all I did was sit on my couch for seven hours. Yeah, I can imagine. I, yeah. I, I got home at two, wrote part of my story at two thirty,
0: <laughs> um, went to bed, woke up at five thirty, finished the rest of the story, and then uh went to went to work Oof. for eight hours. Oof. So that was a uh that Oof. was a time. Mm. That was a time. It was a time. Oh no. But now, Lyle, we're on we're on uh, we're on Signe watch for college, these college kids, as we Oh, yeah.
1: oh. Lethra. There might signees. be signee watch music that we have. Here we go. Do we have signee watch music, Johnny? I'm so, so glad we're
0: prepared. I'm so glad you're prepared Okay. All right. Okay. S E A A Nice. I like the addition to that, Johnny. That's why you're on the fly producer of the year twenty twenty one here we go. Don't even know if that's a thing. We just gave you that title right now. So Boston College's team has just got completely pummeled (laughs) as sophomores Matt Bodie, uh Mike Hardman, Spencer Knight, and Alex Newhook left the program to sign with NHL teams. Mm -hmm. Matt Bodie. Matt Bodie Horn. He's going to Minnesota Wild. Uh Matt Bold, he goes to Minnesota. Uh, Mike Hartman signs as a free agent to Chicago. So he left early and didn't even have a draftee in his wake. Spencer Knight, uh, sophomore, goaltender, uh, drafted by Florida, signs with them. And Alex Newhook uh, signed with Colorado there. Uh, Also, uh, of course, it's not on here yet, but North Dakota's Jordan Kawaguchi, the captain, signs with Dallas. Uh, and the coup de grace, Lyle, and this uh, this isn't on the list either, which I'm kind of mad about, is uh, Cole Caulfield. We knew mm-hmm. it was going to happen. Yeah. Paid he paid off uh, paid off Bemidji State to get him out of Wisconsin, <laughs> and now he is a member of the Montreal Canadien organization. Um, yep. So is uh oh God, who's the other kid from there who went to Edmonton? I can't remember his name offhand. Ah uh, shit he mm. was in top 10 draftee too for the yeah. uh
3: wisconsin badgers so what's his name we'll never forget all what's his name yeah, yeah we'll forget it,
0: all i thought this. cole caulfield's the only one who played there right <laughs> well you know he's good if he doesn't win the hobie i'm gonna be disappointedly shocked. Mm. Dylan, oh. dylan holloway Dylan Holloway.
3: there it is yeah dylan holloway team. was the uh the oiler yeah um yeah so of course now the buzz in in haveland is how soon can they get cole caulfield into the lineup um, and it's like, as soon as he, as soon as Mark Bergevin can create some salary cap space, maybe, maybe the wait, still the kid, it's a hell of a jump to go from college hockey to the NHL in, in one fell swoop and, and expect to be able to compete, you know, at a high level. Now, maybe he might be there rare breed to do it, but I, I think he'd be better off, uh, playing some games in Laval. Maybe you get him into the playoffs. Yeah. You know? uh, I, I think
1: also- Cal play in the playoffs when he came out of college.
3: Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah, he never played. I don't believe he played any regular season games. His debut nope. was straight postseason. Yeah,
1: well, that uh, also helps. That you don't have to pay him, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, that helps too. That's right. Uh, so that and could think, also be uh, a thing too. And, and, for and it's
0: and it's funny with with you know you have the rare guys like uh, you said that jump right in like Tyson, Tyson Jones jumped in was great for the first like three games and then yeah boy that talent came up to him really fast yeah uh, just not not knowing what's what. In it can go
3: either way. Like I said, you, you can have a situation, like you said, like or like Makar, who just, you know, he was terrific, you know, right from the get-go. I mean, you knew after that playoffs, it was like, damn, man, that kid that kid handled himself very well in the heat of playoff battle there. And it was just like, yeah, and he just picked right up where he left off. So um, it'll be interesting to see what Caulfield does. Um what Montreal does with him, again, the assumption is he's—well, for now, they don't have any choice. They can't afford to put him into the lineup, so uh, he's going to be—he'll be playing in Laval. But uh, I tell you, Montreal makes the playoffs, so I wouldn't be surprised to see him uh, called sure. up. Yeah. Uh, uh, Johnny,
0: I I forgot to mention this point about Jake Sanderson. Uh-huh. Uh, he should be a high school senior this year. Oh. <laughs> so— Yeah, he, uh, he probably shouldn't
1: go to the NHL. Yet. Yeah,
0: and he's he's doing all he does— as good as he is uh as a high school senior in the college game that's crazy so uh, there's also a big uh down here in north dakota lyle we already had one kid lee or one kid not staying for a second senior season in jordan Calgucci. uh peter tome has hit the uh hit the transfer portal matt Kierstead could sign with florida and the big one we're on shane pinto jacob bernard docker watch yeah. To see if those guys jump ship to Ottawa.
3: Oh, yeah. Jake Sanderson as well. Yeah.
0: See, I don't think... Uh, we, we were talking about this earlier, and, and I think the mm. consensus is that as good as Sanderson is, it is yeah. he still needs like maybe another year of seasoning. He, Ooh, yeah. he performed better towards the second half of the year, but you yeah. give him a full year against non-conference, he's going to... Oh, he was so good. He's been so yeah. good the second half of the season.
3: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. And I think he'd be better off if he did. You know, with Pinto, though, there's kind of the feeling he's he's going to jump. So, yeah, yeah he's going to go. There's a lot nothing more are, that can be gained from where he, you yeah, know, yeah.
0: A lot of people are trying to convince themselves that he loves college life, which he does. He's a very
3: active in the UND community outside yeah. of hockey. So, yeah, I love but, college but, life. But Jones. let's be honest, he's, he, he's not playing university hockey just as just as a, a, a recreational pastime while he pursues his degree. He's you know, right. he's he's going yeah. to the NHL and oh, for sure. he's Whether going, going to the NHL probably
0: real soon. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we will have to see because they will have to deal with the quarantine stuff as well. Oh, sure that so
3: but well, the, thing is, though, the thing is though for ottawa there's no big rush to try and get to get those kids into the lineup oh, because sure. of where they are in the position right now but right. you know they they still would like be able to get them under contract so they know going into next season that they've got these kids and and they can either uh uh they can either you know well they'll definitely have them in training camp in the fall and then they can make the decision Then they can make the decision if they're good enough to stay with the big club right. or if they uh go play in belleville so yeah
0: there we go uh, another guy in Montreal, Lyle. Your boy Eric Stahl. Oh,
3: Stahl in charge, baby. Uh, the, one of the biggest HAB killers of all
0: is now a HAB. Stahl. Now he's gonna commit Roshan not Rochambeau. <laughs> what is it? <this>? Uh, <laughs> Harry, Harry Kari? <laughs> Thank that hey, it's a long drive. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's no, that's Harry. That is that Harry? Harry,
3: my
1: friend. <laughs> Check out the kid in that sombrero. If you're a hot dog, would you eat yourself? <laughs> It's a long drive. Sean Dunstan on the back.
0: Um, <laughs> so Eric Stahl is part of Le Abiton now. Mm-hmm. Currently non rostered because he's got quarantine. And Gotta do that fans. seven
3: day and well and that's the that's thank God the Canadian the Eric, government. The Eric Stahl rule? Yeah, no, the Canadian government reduced the uh the fourteen day down to seven days now for all of them. So now right, it's that's the, er- the, the same Stahl amount of law. quarantine as, as it is for American players going to between teams, so Thank the God Eric, for that—the
0: Eric Stahl law. You're right.
3: The Eric Stahl law, but yeah, I'll tell you, uh, that could be a really good addition short term for the Habs. They needed some uh, experience, you know, and uh, some help, you know, at center. So, leadership. Uh, that too. You can never have too much leadership, but definitely no. to have. Well, and listen, I don't think no. he's. I don't think he. I think he's better than what his numbers in Buffalo indicated.
1: Well, um, he, he played in Buffalo.
3: Yeah, but he had good numbers uh, before that in Minnesota. So okay. I'm not expecting I'm not expecting him to score at a 30 goal pace again. But I definitely think he's going to be a big help for Montreal. Yeah, and I mean the price was right. No, no pun intended. But you right. know the the price was right. And I don't think that uh, Bergevin's done. I you know they they got issues on the left side of their D. They've got to address. So I mean, and you know again, like he's got nine picks between rounds two and five. So if he can work a little bit of cat magic and that could mean, you know, maybe that means you take on a player who's on a permanent LTIR, maybe that means you ship a guy out. But uh I don't think he's done. I think before the deadline he he makes another move to try and bring in a left side D man.
0: We are but 11 days away from the trade deadline,
3: folks. Tick-tock. Tick-tock. 12 No, days. that's a, that's
0: an app. Well, I well, got, I got 11 days, 18 hours, 50 minutes and 42 seconds.
3: Well, 40, it's wrong. 39 <laughs> seconds. I mean,
0: what do you mean when's it, when's the J deadline? April twelfth. That's yeah, uh that's eleven days. Okay.
1: <laughs> it's eleven days, eighteen well, hours. It, it's, it's eleven, 11 days, days
3: after the three PM East after three PM today. Okay, two years. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank
1: you. Thank you. Well that's what the <laughs> countdown clocks are for. Exactly. Yeah. That's why
0: we have a countdown clock here on Cap Friendly. <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know, what are we doing here otherwise <laughs> um uh, thatcher demko just signed a new contract extension within the no last
3: surprise five, there
0: 16 hours um five million um, over five pretty good deal
3: that's pretty good both for him and for the canucks yep that's a very, very good deal for them. I know Jim Jim Benning, the GM, has taken a lot of heat, and in a lot of cases justifiably for some of the signings he's done over the year, I don't think there's a Canucks fan anywhere who's unhappy with that deal. And, uh, you know, well, it's pretty obvious now, too. I mean, we'll hope he's going to be left exposed in the expansion draft this summer. But even if, he's, even if he's not picked up, I think, you know, like he's only got a year left on that contract anyway, and he's in permanent backup role now. So, yeah. But uh, no, excellent deal for Demco. Excellent deal for the Canucks. Very affordable going forward for the next five years.
0: Very much so, especially when the goalie market's been really
3: weird in general. So now it's a pretty comfortable deal. Yeah, and uh, and it's going to get weirder between you know between now and even like during the off season. It's going to get strange, like. You know, there's like Columbus, like, are they going to move Korpisalo or Mjliskin? Uh Atlanta, are they going to trade uh, Ranta or Kempa before the trade deadline? Um, you know, could the Sharks trade uh, Devin Dubnik to, you know, say the Avalanche before the trade deadline? Because they desperately need an experience, a reliable backup. We especially with uh, Pavel Franzou still sidelined indefinitely. Yeah, and it's because I picked him still on my draft. Yeah, exactly. I drafted him. So yeah, so it. there's there's up. there's some there's going to be plenty of uh, goalie weirdness going on uh, between now and, and during the yeah, even during the first few weeks of the off season. I am,
0: I am definitely waiting for a Philip Grubauer extension here in the next few uh, few days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I appreciate it. get Philip Grubauer. What's that, Johnny? Or what's I that? Oh. I, uh,
3: somebody talk. <laughs> I said Sorry. he's Vezina Trophy finalist Philip Grubauer. Yes, absolutely. Johnny, y- your point.
1: No, yes. All I was saying was I appreciate when goalies get traded at the deadline.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: I think it's fun when you see them in their other. uh the when pads. They yeah. have like pads that are still like the other teams, their uh, old team's colors. The Tim Thomas one was the most
0: egregious. <laughs> yeah. We remember that one do we remember tim thomas
3: when he got traded well, how about ben School? bishop going to la well, that was something. tampa bay yeah. nobody does because it happened it was so weird <laughs> Yes, yeah, sir well, let's, uh, l- l-
0: let me see here hold on Lyle. we're gonna bring up, we're gonna bring up a picture why did i why did i put panthers go ahead Lyle. to, to well, your well, point I, yeah why are you doing that why are you doing
3: that um yeah i got nothing <laughs> all right well cool. i thought you had something you had something I, there I for a second. I thought you too for I a second, so. and then you like <laughs> I was like, oh, he's he's gonna come up with a picture, and he's gonna jump in anyway. So I'll just. I'll I would just, I would have waited till you finished your. Point, I'll just Lyle. talk a lot. Oh oh oh! I know what it okay, was. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Toronto's gonna be looking. Looks like they could be looking for a goalie. Well,
0: I think them Ooh. and the Flyers Both, too. About
3: bloody time they managed concede that point. It, well, because Freddie Anderson's been bothered <laughs> by a lower body injury for half the season. Jack Campbell, their savior once again. Head couldn't play, another nagging lower body injury. It's like uh, we've got two Rick Pietros on the same team here. So...
1: Hey. If you had two Rick DiPietro's, you could combine them into one good Rick Pietro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> one that wouldn't be uh, made of uh, porcelain and kitten tears. Right. Um, but, uh, there's, but like I said, it, it just made me kind of chuckle today because I was... I, I, uh, made reference to uh, a a Sportsnet column there today where they were looking at, yo, the Leafs, if they need a goalie, what could their possible options be? So the guy did a complete list, and two of them are former Leafs goalies. Can you you name my That's my quick ha-ha-fuck-you. Can you name the two former Leafs goalies that were on this list that the Leafs maybe, possibly, perhaps, could acquire? Jonathan Bernier? Yes. And...
4: James Reimer. There Ooh, it is. There it is. Good one, there Mark. There it is. I, uh,
1: Scotty, I wanted to say Michael Hutchinson. He's already on the team. He's still on the team, dude. <laughs> He's on the team? Oh, yeah, he, I I thought, he, I thought, he played with him thought, the other night. I thought he left. No. Who was that uh, guy? Sparks. Who was that guy? That guy with the thing? What was his first name? Wasn't he a goalie that bounced around? for That was supposed to be the next savior for the... Uh, oh, Curtis McElhenney? No, the Sparks. Oh, with, oh, Garrett
0: Sparks? He's in uh, Sparks. Calgary's organization. Garrett Sparks, yeah. 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 I think he's with the Flames organization. And stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, they've had the second coming of Jesus in pads for like the last 20 well, years now. And they <laughs> away. Pogi, Sparks, a uh, couple others. Hutchinson for a
3: minute. When they could have been... had a guy named Tuka Rask for all those Amazing. Crazy. Crazy. Isn't that something? But they, they traded him for Andrew Raycroft. Hey, it happens, man. And Jared I don't, don't fault Andrew Raycroft, by the yeah. way. Andrew Raycroft's, a, Andrew, Wait, Raycroft's you Andrew, Raycroft. Andrew Raycroft's a pretty, <laughs> Andrew Raycroft's actually a pretty decent dude. Okay, what you got? Oh, wow. So we got,
0: so we got the Tim Thomas after he was traded from the Panthers to the Dallas Stars pads. Ooh, with the black mask. With the black mask because he's just a quick paint job. But those the pads. The black
3: mask, you could, you know, that, 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 I mean, yeah, that says, you know, newbie or, oh, I didn't have a chance to change my pit, but it's better than the all white one. The all white one definitely screams. I have. I just got traded here, and I don't have my new mask yet.
0: I just got dealt, and I didn't have time.
1: Well, yeah, <laughs> it's almost like you just stopped by the like local uh, sports uh, sports store, and you're like, "Yeah, uh, that one. I'll take that one." Thanks. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> that try. one
0: looks good. Yep. Fits. That, don't you right. just, no, don't fit it. I'm just gonna be sitting on the bench. Don't worry about it. <laughs> No, it's fine. Don't stop. Don't worry about it. Mm-mm.
3: What are you doing? So that was that was the great benefit of the old mask back in the seventies and early eighties, the old forfeiting face ones, because unless you had a paint job on it that was distinctive of of your former team, you could be traded and just take your mask with you. It didn't matter. Wow, yeah. you,
0: know? well, you mean like like this one here, Chris Show Osgood, me. Chris Osgood and the Islanders when he just
3: Not throws the thing. no it no no like no, no. game further back in the time machine. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. that
1: actually. So that's really funny because that actually looks like they were playing the Islanders that night, and they were like, "All right, sorry, you've been traded." And then their goalie (laughs) got hurt, and he had to go in and play. And they just like handed him a jersey. It was like, "Oh, just no, no, just wear the pads you got on. Let's go. Come on." Yeah, yeah."
3: that doesn't say Red Wings on the side, does it? It uh, Yeah, it says Cooper. Okay, there we go. Yeah, they scraped. It looks like they scraped it off off here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs)
0: But there's a funny story about that. It's like they had to expedite his stuff because I think the NHL got mad that he was still wearing his Red Wings pants. So they had to force him to, wear, to get navy blue pants and a navy blue helmet ahead of his pads getting in. So not like now where they have like teams just have the goalies just wear all white and they can just get pad skins to cover yeah. up the color part. Like that was probably those two are probably my favorite goalie trades. <laughs> uh, that's good.
3: Post-goalie trade situation and post-goalie well, equipment equipment failures post-goalie trade.
0: Now yeah. Mark, remember th- were you the one to point out that uh article from the Athletic about how they wrapped one of the Maple Leafs goalie's helmets? Yes. It uh, was a, I can't it was
4: remember. a well-written Peace? article I don't, I don't remember who it was, but it was uh he got traded this past trade deadline. And I, I don't understand what the, oh, what the problem was, I think his equipment, he arrived before his equipment did mm. and they had to scramble to like get him something or, or it, it, had to do with, it had to do with branding
2: because
4: mm. uh, he had, an, he had a branding agreement with right. one of the, one of the manufacturers and he needed their brand of stuff. I, 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 you have to read the article for, and I'm, 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 butchering it, I'm sure, but it was so, a so very well written. It was article.
1: a well written article. No, I don't it, know no, who it was by, <laughs> but you should read it. You need to read it.
3: You need to read it because it's very well written, though I can't remember a word he wrote. No, no, but, but <laughs> all right. No, so, but the,
1: so here, the branding, I have a story right
3: here. The branding so it, rights, though. I mean, oh, that's God, that's the it. big thing, though. I mean, that's a yeah, good yeah, point that you brought up. So in it's
0: from, there. it's from Dan Robson. Yeah. Uh on the athletic, it was from Jack K- when Jack Campbell got traded from the Kings. Jack Campbell. Last uh, and this ha- follows the goalie equipment rep. So, what happened? Maple Leafs announced a late night deal. Oh, that's cool. back up. Any hope of rest was done. Deadline moved. Hughes knew the measure of the Leafs' new man better than anyone. Campbell was his goalie. As pro <sighs> service rep for Vaughn, Hughes had fit Campbell with gear for nearly a decade. That's so, what he it knew was. the specifics by heart. And he knew all the pads, and he liked his chest protector well-worn, rarely switched to a new one, cycled through catchers at a rapid rate. Uh, Hmm. Whenever an NHL goalie gets traded during the season, there's a mad dash behind the scenes to get him suited with the colors of his new franchise as quickly as possible. Uh, It has to be quick, and it has to be perfect. Uh,
4: So now I remember the the gist of the story is that when Campbell arrived, this dude had a full set of equipment ready waiting for him before his equipment got shipped from the team he got traded from. (laughs) Mm.
0: so with Fr- Frederick Anderson out with an injury Campbell was going to be in the net as soon as he arrived in Toronto against the Mighty Ducks he replaced the team's previous backup and foreign learn discarded Michael Hutchinson faced the way to concern for Hughes there was a lot to do new pads had to be constructed from scratch several sets of blockers and catchers for practicing games a blue neck guard matching his pants uh, so he had to work through the details and rip all through it a lot of moving parts Kings had an outdoor game He had to do- he had to deal with reps with Cal Peterson so he had to deal with other goalies too uh, yeah. God damn Yeah it's a huge It's a huge That's article insane. It takes two days to build a set of custom goalie pads Helmet paint job can take a week And each peach and gear worn by a goalie Has to be inspected by Kay Whitmore uh, he <laughs> doesn't on, There's work a there single
1: point of failure When it comes to inspecting goalie equipment Yeah like, there's just one dude, like, what if somebody, like, kidnapped him and was like, you can't expect, you can't inspect any goalie equipment anymore. Like, what are they going to do? Like, they yeah, ransom, hold held him for ransom or something. Like, the NHL's got issues if there's only one person that can inspect yeah, goalie I equipment. think Gar- Garth Snow might be his backup. So. Well, <laughs> then, then all the equipment gets way bigger way fast. <laughs> then, then, then the equipment comes into
0: his office. He's reading a magazine. He's like, that's good. Doesn't leave him yeah. look up. <laughs> so they tell a story about uh, Leafs assistant coach Andrew Brewer and uh, Mario Trapani, uh, who uh, have vinyl wraps for cars, and then wrapped his old Kings helmet until a new one could be painted. <laughs> so wrapped his his new helmet in Leaf stuff beforehand. So that's amazing. Wow, that is
1: that that is a
0: good article. You're right, Mark. Yeah, it's a long it's a long. What was this? All right, so here's the Vaughn logo. Uh, having goalie gear company. Da, da, da. Anyway, yeah, so it's very interesting if you look if you look up the athletic, yeah. uh, look up Jack Campbell and it'll be like the second or third story down. But so yeah, the, the the buddy of his who did car wrapping,
4: uh, I think the story in the article goes that the the guy who does the car wrapping called him and was like, "Hey, if you ever need a goalie helmet done this way, I'm pretty sure that we could make it work because we've gotten pretty good at it." And then, like, two weeks later, he needed them to do it for him or something <laughs> like that.
0: Hey, listen, fun thing. Um, yeah, just before midnight, Bre- Brewer sent Trapani a text to see if he was interesting, put something together. And Trapani texted back, I'm already working on it. So, <laughs> you know, hey, it, it, you know, it's everything. You got to be. Gotta
1: that is fantastic.
0: Uh, Campbell's gear was still black and silver. Job was only half done. Pampano called Phillips, the owner of Padskins, a company that offers adhesive back leather, to change uh, the color of the goalie's pads. He got off, the, the guy Phillips got off the ice at a men's league game, got texted, if he can go back to Scotiabank Arena, the first thing to dress Campbell's pads in Leafs colors, and woke up at 5 a.m. 5 on a game day to drive to Toronto for that. <laughs> so he spent four hours working on the pads, blockers, and catch, catchers before the Leafs' morning skate. Covered, Just to change the color covered each black and silver accent with blue material and used a different nylon material to cover the outside of the pads. After Campbell got off the ice, Phillips cut out lettering and the Vaughn logos running down the outer roll so they could, uh, could show on television uh, and know. then having spotlight like the gear maker.
1: God, that's crazy. A mad dash, baby. And, you, and to think, right, a player gets traded and they're like, here's a new set of gloves. Here's your Shells. Here's new helmet, and here's a shell for your pants. Yeah. yeah. And here, here's your new jersey and socks. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Go get them, kid. Yeah. Get out of the <laughs> ice.
1: My my gloves are stiff. Yeah. That'll be it'll be like that for a week. Just keep playing. <laughs> Actually, I don't even know are new gloves stiff anymore. No. Yeah. Absolutely. there. Not. I think so. Well, I think you, if for
0: some guys. I mean, I'm not the authority here,
4: by the, the way. Glove. I'm just playing devil's advocate. There's <laughs> <laughs> no way that I'm the authority on player gloves. Uh, wait, so, you yeah, got a catch a glove, the, though, like the, the, a,
1: a goalie glove. Would that be stiff?
4: The blocker? No. Blocker is ready to go out of the box generally. But the right. uh, definitely you want to you wanna work in the catcher for sure. Gotcha. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but
4: typically what I used to do was take, you know, some oil, drive oil, oil, oil out. up. The, it's sort of the same way you used to do with baseball gloves, right? Mm. Get a, get a nice bit of oil in there. And then I took, I would take a softball Ooh. and then tape it shut so that it, uh-huh. you know, it had that, that good, you know, you could catch that, that could good catch thumb, that good some as Lyle probably remembers, that good yep. thumb to pinky glove catching motion, right? <laughs> uh-huh. It's not it's not what you're used to doing when you try to catch with like a baseball glove. It's no, like, it's, wah, definitely wah, wah, wah. it's definitely a thumb A thumb <laughs> to pinky motion. Well, you're
3: well, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the 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 the, the catching gloves now are so different from the ones that I grew up with, which were almost like a first baseman's net. Mm-hmm. I mean, you broke them yeah. in almost similar to a first baseman's net, you know uh but yeah well i mean now the ones they have now i mean they're, they're oh god god they're so much better there's so much more protection to them as well yeah i mean because whole... if you if you caught it here oh yeah. jesus that stung like a son of a bitch for days i mean gloves now have an entire wrist oh yeah that, yeah
4: that that covers the you know for the only part that's really susceptible is if you catch one right in the palm yeah and there's even th- even now there's nearly not much you can do about well how, that. like
3: even okay. e- don't even... laugh to what i'm about to say
0: Mm -hmm.
4: But
3: (laughs) an old coach said, you want to make sure if you don't want to get that stinging in the palm, honest to God, you tape, you tape a Kotex pad there (laughs) straight up. Seriously, Uh it's that would help provide some cushioning. It's Mm -hmm. said It's still going to sting a bit. But he said, but it takes away a lot of that. It also helps with sweating. Well, also said, (laughs) but they also said too that that's something that boxers sometimes boxers do as well. You tape a Kotex pad inside your hand. It prevents like the soreness that you get from all the punches that you do. It helps. It acts as like a shock absorber.
4: Yeah, that makes sense.
3: I mean, sure, it it sounds. That's why I said I know you was gonna say it sounds ridiculous, but that was it was actually a great recommendation. Yeah, it does uh, work.
4: 15 or 20 years ago when i was playing little league they did start coming out with those baseball the the the, the gloves that had the pad on the whatever this part of your hand is is called
0: don't worry about it (laughs) no yeah i was just like hold on hold on a minute 15 20 years ago nah dog you weren't playing little league by then that's true that's
4: true that's more like 25 years 30 years ago
0: (laughs) It just oh, feels
4: man. like it was only fifteen <laughs> or twenty years ago. Fifteen years ago, I was at my goddamn job.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah thanks for thanks for picking yeah, up. Yeah, like little bit. This is okay. This is your
4: history lesson. Thanks to Fifa. There we are. There's Little League.
0: We were doing the show 15 years ago, brother. <laughs> and 20 years ago, no
3: way yeah. in hell. As yeah. I said, yeah. You so yeah. Go, so take let's years let's and add another 10. There. Let's
4: go <laughs> with 30. Let's go with 30 years ago. Then there, there you go. Now we're
0: getting
3: That's somewhere. About right. Um. Shit, yeah. Like i, I, in, I My Little League. My last Little League case was over 45 years ago. <laughs> 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 um I'm 58 now, do the math. <laughs> uh
0: so yeah, so my uh big Stan was <laughs> such a gearhead for baseball. Like we had like back in little league, you know, 10 years ago, I was uh <laughs> <laughs> Like he, he oh, I get the sliding pants. I'd get like the gel thing because I was a catcher. I get oh the gel gosh. thing for the inside Doing of the. A, I just
1: the... envisioned Scotty playing Little League though 10 years ago and just smashing <laughs> balls with, like, <laughs> over <the> left field <laughs> over the left field fence and just going, <laughs>
0: yeah, you <suck> it, kid. <laughs> just pipping, pipping home runs left and right.
4: I feel like that was a Geico commercial. Right there. <laughs> like Cecil Fielder was a Geico rep for some reason.
0: If it's not, it should
4: be. Just <laughs> like jacking things on, jacking pitches on oh, the nine-year-olds, <laughs> five hundred feet down. God road. is
3: running over the catchers <laughs> on his at home, just storming in like they got,
0: they got me on the mound. I'm just throwing 115.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just well, it's also they, a 40-foot mound. Yeah. <laughs>
4: I'm getting in the umpire's face. <laughs>
0: I'm a leap year kid. I'm le- <laughs> I'm, I'm only leap year. seven.
3: <laughs> I'm only thirty. I lay I look forty. I'm only thirteen. <laughs> yeah,
0: just man. Uh. Drug tested regularly.
3: <laughs>
0: I uh go out for ice cream after the game. It's great. I got my own job. It's a good time. Uh. <laughs> also, the how how versatile goalie gear is now too is that Bauer some of their, like, top-end goalie gear, you can change out the the mid-rolls, the knee rolls, for stiffness. So they have different, like, little bars inside the pad oh, that yeah. you can change out if you wanted a more firm fit or a more loose fit. So I'm just like, man, you can just... It, it's like Transformers
1: and everything. It's
0: fantastic.
1: God almighty. I mean, guys... Are... <laughs> <laughs> <To think laughs> That's it, man. I mean, just... Used to just play with pillows, right? Oh.
3: Like the goalie equipment now, I mean, it's so light and and just you know protects you so much better. It's I mean, crazy. my God, you know, i <laughs> I remember my goalie pads. I used to play goal back in the back in the in the in the late '70s, and oh yeah, they felt okay during the first period, but yeah, once they got wet, it was oh so, <laughs> you know, oh my God, once those pads got wet by the <laughs> third period, man. I mean, geez, trying to throw your legs up to do a kick save. It's just, damn, Jesus. You know, they just got heavier and heavier.
0: Jen's got older pair of uh, goalie pads. She's got, like, TPSs. I and mean, those are, like, from late 90s, early 2000s. Mm. And the difference. And I bought a pair of $2 pads from the UND equipment sale uh-huh. uh, last year. They're Bauer <laughs> Supremes, like, top of the line from, you know, UND's women's goaltender, warm. Uh, and the difference between that, it's a 15-year difference, is night and day. Wow, uh, I can just, imagine. Like, the weight and the construction of it. Yeah. Uh, she hates the new ones. She said really? she she trained one she did not like them. They're mm. like a, like an inch higher on the thigh and they're almost too light for her. Like she doesn't have like it's kind of a weird thing. It just doesn't mm. fit her right. So mm. but yeah, just, just the construction of both ones it's like yeah. man, like night and day. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah.
1: goalie equipment's fantastic.
0: <laughs> I love it. Oh, it is. It is. Uh Shane Gotspare rips on the flyers and then gets waved. Uh, <clears throat> now, was this just the roster flexibility that they're trying to do? Or it was, it they're, they're just like, we need to get him out of here. He is, he is wrecking our system right now.
3: It, it, Oh, I think a little column A and a little column B here. I mean, look, you know, it, it, look, it's obvious that he's in Alain Vignon's doghouse and has been for a while. Yeah, he's having a better better season this year. But, his, listen, his stat numbers are still way below where they were three years ago. You know, uh, so if you can put him to the, uh, you know, stick him on the taxi squad, okay, that frees you up a bit of cap space for now. But that's only a temporary measure, though. Uh, you know, if you send him to the minors, well, that's only clear about, you know, I think a mil three or something like that. we not much more. Um if somebody had been willing to take them off their hands, they would not have been sad in the least. But let's be honest, 4.5 three a season for three, two, more, two more years after this one. Nobody's no touching nice. that contract. When, and Under a... Ready, Johnny? Nobody's oh, touching perfect. that contract under a... Flat, flat cap! cap.
1: I almost brought down my uh, Orioles hat for opening day. Oh. <laughs> but I decided that they were not going to be flat. They're probably going to be underwater. <laughs>
0: it's a swim cap. Swim cap, so, swim cap.
3: <laughs> but here, but here's the thing, though. I wouldn't be surprised, though, if if Chuck Fletcher is still trying to trade him. Yeah, you know, I mean, there was interest in him last year, last year's trade deadline, and there was there was talk about moving him again during the off season too. Um, you know, if listen, if the Flyers are willing to pick up part of that salary, I think that it's possible that it, that a club could could take a shot at him. Could could you know does um, there are teams that could use, a, you know, a left side demon with good offensive skills. You know, Boston comes to mind. Montreal could use a guy like that. Florida could certainly use uh, some blue line help. I mean, now, if you brought Spirit to Florida, he's not going to replace Aaron Ekblad. I mean, oh, my God. Um, but uh, um, Bill Zito, the GM of the Panthers, he was reportedly looking for a top four defenseman before Ekblad got hurt. So I'm thinking, OK, you're gonna sl- you were looking for a left side guy. So you could put him there. Maybe the Jets is a, you know could be a possibility. Uh, listen, if the Buffalo Sabres have their uh, what's expected to be their fire sale, I mean, they're still going to want to have, uh, you know, listen, could Kevin Adams perhaps maybe look at acquire a guy that uh, could have some term on the contract going forward? You know, just because you're selling guys out don't necessarily mean that, you know, you might not be receptive to bringing in a, you know, a 27-year-old guy who, you know, has two years left on his contract. And maybe he could help you. You know, kind of build, start commence to start to build things up for next season is what I'm, you know, and beyond is what I'm saying with that. So there might be some options there, but, you know, with the, the cat being so fat and so many teams pressed up against it right now, I think, you know, if it, the Flyers will have to pick up some salary if they're going to be able to pull that off.
0: Where's Taylor Hall going?
3: Oh, my
4: Christ. Oh, boy. Well, it's funny you, you're talking about Gossespierre and now Taylor Hall because the Sabres are beating the Flyers 2 nothing right now. We've
3: seen this last movie game. before, Mark. Uh-huh. I saw this movie and it was 3 nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll believe that when I say, oh, my God, I hope they get the win. Jeez. I don't. I this want this, this, this stopped being <laughs> This, this, this stopped being funny a long time ago. Well, Scotty, it stopped being funny for you about two, three weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah,
0: now now I'm just I just want them to suffer.
4: I the want the fires them... or the
0: sabers. I Whoa. want them to suffer. Um, I just <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm fine with either at this yeah. point. It's just like, you know what, you made your bed. In both cases, you made your bed. Now you can go ahead and sleep in it. A... But... I, I, by the way, I'm more concerned with Carter Hart being benched and uh, and and them looking for a goalie than I am uh, the Sabers being in
3: co- total garbage fire. Yeah, but they got it. Yeah, but the Flyers have got to do that. Carter Hart's confidence is shot right now. It is shot. Flyers, it's just it is. it's just not there. So you know when I when I hear people say, "Oh, but if you bring in another goalie, that's going to hurt his confidence." And, well, boo hoo hoo! You're trying to make the goddamn playoffs right now. Okay. OK, and goaltending is letting you down. I mean, listen, Brian Elliott, bless him. He's doing all he can, but he's just supposed to be a backup. He can't carry the load the rest of the way. So if they're looking at bringing in, if they can bring in a guy, an expiring contract, short term guy, whether it's a Devin Dubnik, whether it's a Jonathan Bernier, somebody like that, that you could bring in while Carter Hart goes off with the goalie coach and gets his head right and starts get working on getting his game back, then that's what you do. Sorry, kid. Suck it up. Welcome to the pros. Okay. If you're having problems and it's obvious that your confidence is shot, you're no good to the team. You're no good to them. So off you go. Go do your thing. You, you know, go and work on your game. We're going to bring this guy in to kind of help you out. And when we think you're ready to come back in, we'll try again and we'll play the magical taxi squad game. And we'll see if we can't get you back in and play some meaningful games for the playoffs. But right now, there's no playoffs if they stick with their goaltending right now. Because Brian Elliott's not going to be able to carry him over the finish line. You know, he'll do his best, but he needs help. And Carter Hart can't give it to them right now. No, he cannot.
0: Um, but yes, back to Taylor Hall. Yeah. Um, <laughs> listening to offers. Ready, um, like he's, he's ready to go. Yeah. He is uh, checked out. Boy, howdy. What are we doing here? What, what's um, what's, what's going to happen for the former MVP who can't find a new spot? <laughs>
3: um, well, there's there's teams that are interested. There are teams that are legitimately interested. Um, I think the New York Islanders uh, could be one that, that might kick tires because they need a replacement for Anders Andrews Lee, who's done Lee, for yeah. the season. So there's a fit there. Um, Toronto, maybe, oh. <laughs> maybe. Well, remember, they're looking, they're looking to bring, add to their top six. So, you know, a left side, left wing, that's what they're looking for. Again, you're going to, you know, the Sabres are going to have to pick up, do what they're going to have to do that, the, the same thing that they did for the Habs with uh, Eric Stahl. And they're going to have to pick up half of that uh, eight, $8 million cap hit for the rest of this season. Though in actual real dollars, it's less than that, but. You know, up against the cap Canadian. and daily cap cap. But regardless, so Toronto's an option. Maybe the Bruins. Maybe. Uh, I think the Bruins are looking more at a guy like Kyle Palmieri, though. I think that's the guy that they're really focused on. And I think he'd be a better fit there if, if, in Boston than, than Taylor Hall would be. But, yeah, there's a few options. But, man, it's going to be interesting. They're not getting a first-round pick for him. I'll tell you that right now. What? That's not happening. That the asking wow. price is said to be is said to include a first round pick, and that's not happening because this stock is well down right now. You know, take you know that conversation starts with a second round pick, and then we'll look at the prospect and maybe uh, a, a potentially promising young player gets in there, but not a first. That ain't happening. Mm.
0: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> is it a Taylor Hall problem or is it just who he lands with
3: problem? God, yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of hard pressed to figure out which is which. I know, I know. And, I mean, you know, throwing everything off was, was that, that MVP season that he had, that mm-hmm. one great season that he had with New Jersey, where it looked like, finally, here's the Taylor Hall coming through that we were all expecting and, and that the Oilers thought they had on their hands all those years ago. And then he has the knee injury, and he hasn't been the same since the knee injury. So I don't think it's so much an, an attitude thing though we can question his choice of of teams he signed with for free agency when he bet on himself, but ah, what the hell. Uh, But to me, he hasn't been the same since the knee injury because the, the, the season following when he won the MVP, he got off to a great start. Then the knee injury, you know, and he kept trying to play through it, and then he had to shut it down halfway through the season. And it just hasn't really been the same since. So maybe... These things can take, you know, a year, two, sometimes three years for guys to get back to normal. And may, and in some cases, they may never get back to the form that they once had. So, you know, I think it's it's the need. I mean, the guy still has the talent, you know, the talent's still there. But there definitely seems to be something. He seems to be more of a periphery player now than he once was. That's Maybe. what it seems like to me.
0: Yeah. You know. God, that is, that's, that's a huge, like, he was MVP
3: three years ago. That's right. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. Is this and he had the knee this? injury the following season. Oh, my God. Yeah. Why are we doing this? Oh, yeah.
0: let's
3: get him out of here.
4: Get <laughs> him out of here. When does he go to Russia? Oh, soon. never.
1: <laughs> oh, he's going to end up in Malmo. All <laughs> oh, roads lead, lead to Malmo. Malmo, baby. Malmo. There we go. Um, <laughs> What
0: are we doing here? What are we doing here? In t- oh, L.A. getting some young talent. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brendan Lemieux, Christian Willannon going to L.A. Well, Landon's an interesting one, because mm-hmm. it seemed like he was always on the fringe of that Senator's defense, and just for some reason, injuries kind of hobbled him down, and then he just couldn't break through, and now here
3: we are as a people. Well, he but gets it's another the, shot on another yeah, rebuilding team, a team that I would say, I'd say is a year ahead of the uh, the Senators right now, in terms of development of their young talent. Uh,
0: I would agree, I think the back-end, goaltending-wise, I'd not necessarily sold on Cal Peterson just yet. I think he's
3: good, um, and it's John- the reason they're not any rush to try yeah, and uh, sure. send, send Jonathan quick out the door with a year left right. on his contract. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, but I like
0: Ke- Peterson's game a lot. So, yeah. yeah, we'll have to see how this all goes. Yeah,
3: but uh, now very quietly though, the Kings have, have are building up. Uh, and and you got to get up to Rob Blake because this rebuilding only started really two years ago. Because remember he was all in there with the Kovalchuk signing everything like that and that promptly blew up in his face and then he just very quickly said, "Okay, we tried it that way, it didn't work. Now we're going to go all in with a rebuild." And yeah, and just in the past couple of years I've been impressed with the progress the Kings have made. Now they they've, you know, they've started fading here down, you know, over the second half. Uh, you know, I'm barring a, another sur- another surge up the standings here. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. But they've really shown me something this year, that there's a lot of development going on with those younger players. So, and hey, Jesus, even a couple of their, their, their regular guys there, too, their veterans. I mean, especially Dustin Brown. Like, I'm really impressed with how he's bounced back this season. Yeah. Um, of course, Kopitar. is <laughs> Kopitar. Oh, my God. If he if he was like I said again yeah I mean now that the Kings oh that they're not uh, a a you know a Stanley Cup uh, contender anymore everybody's kind of forgotten about him it's like you know guys he's never gone away he's yeah. still putting up point per game around there he's still their you know their best two way player you know it's a just just a terrific terrific player. Uh, but you know their their younger guys are are, are definitely coming along, and um, I think yeah, in the next well next year maybe they'll be ready to start uh, pushing for real for a playoff spot. Indeed.
0: Um, you know what? If he's not careful, Anze Kopitar could be the greatest Slovenian NHLer in history. <laughs> not for nothing. Not, not for, for nothing. i just you know what? Yeah. I'm just putting it out there. Sorry, I just got All followed Slovenians by one. They... Slovenians
3: want to be like Anze Kopitar.
0: Who doesn't? I want to be like Anze Kopitar. I'm not
3: a Slovenian. Yeah, um, one of my favorite players, that's for damn sure. Definitely my favorite player, to come out of Slovenia
0: Right? No, absolutely. <laughs> no, how can how can it not
3: be? Yeah. Um,
0: I just had one of the Stevenson women follow the Chesapeake Hockey Week pod. I'm like, oh, that's fun. Nice. They're they're, they're going to listen to me. Put your names. I love every minute of it. <laughs> Great work. Playoff start for Stevenson University tomorrow. If you're scoring hey. at home, or even if you're alone. No, no Division Three championship, but they're doing conference championships. That's cool. Um, yeah, and then both both teams are fucking great. Both teams are seated number two in the conference. So should be fun for the Mustangs. Um, all right, Johnny, you got you got you got what you need? Yeah. You got it? A green die. Boom. Listen, it's frozen four time, ladies and germs. Hey. We're doing it to it. Uh you can do it, put your back into it. <laughs> so this is is this for the first pick, Johnny, is what we're rolling for.
1: Yeah, I feel like we should just pick, uh, roll the dice for uh, pick of order. Okay. Since uh, since there were no games this year.
0: Yeah, we couldn't do a full mm. pick 'em segment, so we're just no. going right to the two hundred point swing.
1: Yeah. Two hundred point swing.
2: Two hundred points.
1: So the first number is two. Which hey, you can't see. So that means Scotty gets first choice. He's uh, so lyle here's
0: here's how it went out here's how it went out <laughs> we went no, by let's we let's, went
1: by order of appearance. i was gonna say order by
0: appearance so i'm one to five mark or johnny's six to ten
1: uh-huh.
0: and mark's one to fifteen or eleven to fifteen and then you're
1: happy to be here yes number two <laughs> is number 19 so lyle's second pick hey! lyle's second pick And then uh, number three is 15, which makes Mark the third pick. It damn means it. I will win because uh, I'm last. Damn it. <laughs> I didn't want to pick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is so good. So the, fine, the Frozen Four. i college hockey, I would end up screwing it up anyway, so I don't have to right. take a pick now. Look at
0: you. You get to let us choose. So yeah, how the Frozen bad. Four is set up now, we have got ourselves um, – Uh, It is three Minnesota teams in it, first off. Minnesota State, Mankato, uh, St. Cloud State, and Minnesota Duluth. And then uh, UMass is just there. UMass takes on, I think, St. Cloud State, and then Mankato takes on Duluth. Minnesota
4: State against St. Cloud State, and Minnesota Minnesota? Duluth against Massachusetts.
0: All right, cool. So, Duluth, Massachusetts, St. Cloud State, Mankato. Um... How do I? How do I? How do I go against Duluth? How do I? They're playing at Pittsburgh. Got to make sure mm. that we know that.
1: Which is interesting because I was kind of wishing <laughs> that there was a way that I could get NCAA photographer credentials because I'll be in Johnstown that weekend, but oh. I know there was no way to be there. So,
0: mm. um, God, I want to get on the Mankato train, choo choo. Uh... But I, I got to pick Duluth. I, I watched him play. I they're know, on they, fire. They are, they are two-time defending. Two time. They could oh, Tom Amansky, they're, they, they're going for Tom Amansky. They're going for the Amansky. So uh-huh. I got to pick them in this one. Lyle, you have St. Cloud, you have uh, Mankato, and you have
1: UMass.
3: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with St. Cloud. St.
1: Cloud. That's because they have half jerseys. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much.
3: <laughs> I'm not You know, you know me too well, Johnny. When it comes to hockey, Lyle. you know me too well, my friend. <laughs>
0: so, Mark, you get to pick either Minnesota State or uh, UMass.
4: I'm gonna go against Lyle. I'll do Minnesota State.
0: All right,
1: all right. I'll and take I'm, UMass. Johnny takes UMass with John See, Calipari. I'm giant upset with Probably UMass. would have closed the UMass as my second pick anyway. So. <laughs> so there we go Minnesota State
0: for Mark UMass for Johnny I don't think Lyle I've ever like won me. any of these ones that we've done
1: the frozen you haven't picked two. last uh, yeah, yeah. it's like writing a four-chord song Lyle. It's, it's the only way to the only way to I've actually never any of these. the only way to win the 200 point uh, swing is to actually uh, just not, not pick
3: Oh, that's not true though. I did in the overall when we used to do the normal season. I did actually win one year. So well, yeah, you know, win one year. I so did win you one had year. Two hundred <laughs> point swing one year. Yeah, I did win the <laughs> two hundred point swing.
1: Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. All right. I so appreciate how normally we do an entire year of pickup segments, and it doesn't mean <laughs> anything. <at the> <laughs> no.
3: Which doesn't mean shit because it's the
1: two hundred <laughs> point swing in the Frozen Four. That I, was one of the, that was one of the things Sean got right.
0: Right, exactly. He did a who's line thing where it just doesn't matter. The points, yeah. Worth <laughs> we get to the final and we just add two hundred points. Yeah. I think there was one year that one of the somebody broke away really quick. Um, or or no, we all broke away, and if somebody, uh, the last place person, even if they got the two hundred point swing, it wouldn't have mattered. They would still would have lost somehow. Yeah. Uh,
1: I think That's it was only one happened year. Happened once though in, in twenty yeah. years of us
0: doing this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And there's never been a situation where the person in first place was so far ahead in first place that they were going to win no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> that's never
3: happened. <laughs> uh,
0: all right. Do we want to play? What do we want to play? We want to play Ha Fuck You. We want to play NHL roster. What do we want to do? We haven't done Ha uh, Fuck You in a while. Let's do a Ha Ha Fuck You. Let me, let, me, all right, yeah. let me turn on my brain my here for a second. Mm-hmm. Trying to figure brain. Blaine. Yep. Let me turn on David Blaine for a second. Turn on
3: David. Ooh, wow. The kinky bot. What? Oh, whatever.
0: Like, yeah. hey,
4: listen. Ooh, another Sabres goal. David cool. Blaine. I, Ooh. I got. I got something for me, baby. Three I one. one. I can get Mark's, something. Mark's, from uh, you, Dave.
1: three one. Um, oh. Yeah, I can yeah they some.
4: got one. I can, I can I'm gonna grab another beer. Here but comes to the comeback. To, I, I need to hear what the ha ha fuck you is before I get my
0: beer. All right. I got something to, to go. Oh, you're waiting for me. Okay. No. Um, you can get another beer. We can got get Scotty for time and go
1: now, and then we can stall. Like Eric. Eric, yeah.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of a, <laughs> think of something here. Is this a good team? It's a pretty good team. This one was a pretty good team. Our
1: show has a six-day quarantine every week. <laughs> it does, yeah, doesn't no. it? Yeah. Oh. oh, boys. Uh-oh. Oh, boys, did I pick a
0: good one here. God, oh.
1: I hope Blaine Locker's part of it now because you said Blaine earlier.
0: Oh, no, I, I didn't. I, it seemed too far back. <laughs> Cause that you gotta remember, the Blaine Locker era was like twenty five years ago. Wow, oh,
4: was it?
3: Yeah, yeah that was a long time ago now. It was uh, like mid nineties. Ten mid-90s. years ago. <laughs> 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 was five ten ago, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily back so we, when I was playing little league.
0: <laughs> so we talked about the Flyers and their yep. woes. Um. So let's use the Flyers as a thing, as as a as a. Let's go back ten, literally almost ten years to the day. Boo. March 17th, 2011. The Flyers at this point, after this game, they lost this game. They mm-hmm. were 43-19-8. This is after their Stanley Cup uh, finalist season. Wow. Ooh. All right. So, so there's that because they lost <laughs> to the, uh, the Blackhawks in unfulfilling fashion because no one would know where Patrick Kane's shot went. Uh-huh. <laughs> this day, they oh. lost in a no. shootout. They lost. Plenty of story. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? They lost four to three in front of an attendance of sixteen
3: thousand five hundred and two. Wow, the, crowds ever crowd? No, crowds were never that big. Come on, there were only crowds were only three, four thousand people. Come on,
0: you because they took on, they went to the Phillips Arena, and that many people were there. That's
1: right, in Atlanta. Oh my God, In the Philadelphia. <laughs> Boston, like March 17th.
2: Ah, good. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my god, we're back in Atlanta with the Thrashers. Yeah, <laughs> what else,
1: Tony? <laughs> this is good stuff. Oh, Peace out, man. Down. Uh, how? How? Dude, this how is how like, well? uh, this is effectively like how you remember your friend's <laughs> parents' phone numbers <laughs> up. like you can still recite them because you called it all the time, but you don't remember like anybody else's phone number now like it, it, let's just hope that like thrashers kick back in like it's that type of thing. <laughs> Well, Lyle, let's start with you. Flyers, thrashers from 2011.
0: I believe this is after the trade deadline, Mark. So it's after the trade deadline. (laughs)
2: Thanks. (laughs) Uh,
3: Don't be bugging on, Mark. Uh, Uh, So,
0: Lyle, start us off.
3: uh, Chris Pronger?
0: Sorry.
4: Oh big mm. oh.
3: swing and a miss.
4: Not great. Not
3: great. Oh, not a good start. That's gonna work. And uh, I don't mean a mark Donzo. what did you say, John? Andre Pavlic.
0: Andre Pavlic on the board.
3: Oh, I hate you. <laughs> he remembers his thrashers. <laughs> mark? It's my job. Tell <laughs> Giroud. <laughs> it's my job. He <laughs> said.
0: Claude Giroux Claude Giroux on the board Uh,
1: Back to Lyle Um Dustin Bufflin Dustin
0: Bufflin's on the board Yes To Johnny Tobias Enstrom Toby Enstrom is on the board
3: Look at you go
0: Oh man Johnny's (laughs) method I know Johnny's (laughs) method right now and it's perfect <laughs> uh, Mark, <clears throat> uh, Brian Little, board on the oh. board. Brian Little, twenty five percent shooting, had a goal on four shots. Mile, Evander Kane, Kane is on this board.
3: Yes, I've redeemed myself.
0: To Johnny again.
3: Um.
1: Uh. Mm. Hmm. Mm.
0: Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is, see, this is the guy that I always forget that played with by Sendstrom. Ah, um, oh, man. I'll remember him in, like, three rounds or, like, next week. Uh, how Board about him. we yeah. go with um, Colby Armstrong? Ooh. Armdog, not on here. Sorry. Oh,
4: uh, too bad. I like that,
0: Paul. Our, uh,
4: Simon Gagné.
0: Sorry. Hmm. He was in L.A. at that point.
3: Lyle. I'm going to stick with Thrashers again. I'm going to go out on a limb with this one. (laughs) Because I'm still thinking 2011-2012 Winnipeg Jets. Show me a Zach Bogosian. Jack
0: McGoes, mm-hmm. right there on the board. It's the guy baby. that plays yes. with Toby Entry yep, was 29 minutes of ice time.
3: <laughs> yep, that's it. That's the
0: guy back though. in the
3: day when he was supposed to be the next big thing. Yeah, that was the guy.
1: Uh, Johnny, um, <clears throat> damn, uh, uh Patrick uh, Thorson. <laughs> Who sorry. Not
4: there. But I love hey, I
1: love the Patrick Thorson Do you wanna do you wanna tell us why you chose him? I only remember him because Mike Green shattered his ball with a um shot and uh, oh my god in two thousand and eight. Two thousand eight or two thousand nine. It was in two thousand and eight.
3: Ah <laughs> oh, that's oh. sick, man. But, but since you mentioned you that
0: Daniel Briere. Daniel okay, Briere is on that board. Mm.
4: Nice, nice call on that one. I only remembered that because Patrick Thornton's ball exploded and <laughs> Briere was on that team.
2: <laughs> um. Twenty eleven.
0: Thrashers. Flyers somehow 16,000 people showed up to this event.
3: <laughs> Don't ask me how. Uh, I think I got one thrasher left here that I can think of. Um, Anthony Stewart.
0: On that on board, board, Anthony Stewart. Yes!
3: Holy shit.
1: <laughs> Johnny. Um, Jacob Vorsek. Uh,
0: n- sorry, not on the board. A little early for him, I think. Ooh. Mark.
4: Um. Hmm. Yeah, Kovalchuk? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, he was in Jersey. So but,
0: yeah.
3: Uh, Lyle, you sound excited. What do you got for us? Uh, okay. Um, I'm switching back over to the Flyers now cuz I'm all out of Thrasher's. Uh, I'm going to say Mike Richards on that board. He was the Capitone.
1: Oh, this is before Dry Island. Yeah. You can tell us that. <laughs> that well, line. yeah, well, could, there you it go. Could, it could be
0: currently Dry Island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could have been in the midst of Dry
3: Island at that point. <laughs> uh,
1: so, Johnny, your pick. Um, I am going to go with uh, Michael Layton. Sorry. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No Michael Layton.
0: Good guess, though. John. 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 All right. You
4: literally just mentioned this was before Dry Island.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh Jeff Carter. Thank you, Mark. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Mark. (laughs) Just because he has the same initials as Jesus Christ doesn't know I was going (laughs) to know it. I mean, it doesn't mean shit. It doesn't mean that I'm going to know who it was. Fair point. I understand point I of Dry Island was that Dry Mike Island.
4: Richards and Jeff Carter got run out of town at the same time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Dry Island to me is kind of like Lowly Island. Like they made a CD and it was kind of <laughs> funny, but not really funny. And they had some good hits and then they just kind of split up. Like that's what it, that's what but I went re- to the same place Dry together. No, no they didn't. No. They if,
0: recall, if you recall, he went, uh, Carter went to Columbus first and then didn't refuse to play for him after like
3: two games and then yep. moved to LA. Oh, yeah. Richards. Yeah, Richards went to LA. Yeah. Those happened. All that was happened in the Minnesota draft. Yeah, the first day of the Minnesota draft. I remember. Yeah, yeah. like it, it. It was like we we just fucking landed there, and then all of a sudden, like you know, I go and open my laptop. Jesus Christ! They just created. I think. I think it was Carter went first. Yep. Yeah, yeah, because we. And were then it was like, 45 minutes work. later, it's Mike Richards going. I'm like, what are they doing? Yeah, I was getting my rental car. Oof, that was like, what crazy Because that was yeah. when uh, Mark and Johnny picked me up at the airport. Yeah.
0: Yeah, uh, I think it's Lyle. Starr.
3: Yeah, um, since uh, Mark stole away Jeff Carter from me, uh, you can't say <laughs> Mike Richards and not expect Jeff Carter. I know, I know. I was <laughs> like, I, in going, yeah, of, but I, if I, I said Jeff Carter, win. I knew Mike Richards was gonna go too. It was kind of a Campbell either way, yeah. <laughs> um, James Van Riemsdyk
0: in that boy James Van Rien's deck?
3: J V R baby. Didn't he get traded to that? No, not well, it was it was the next year he got traded. To yeah, Toronto. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that <laughs> draft? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Brian Burke is literally on the friggin' tarmac of the airport when he when he completes the trade on uh, flying back to Toronto. Sure, why wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, <clears throat> uh, Johnny. Um.
1: Hmm. what about damn i have no idea who their goalie is going to be then uh
0: um 11, let's see. who uh 11 after the trade deadline flyers thrashers yeah he's setting it up he's uh he's
1: approaching this he's is approaching pick No, I'm not, actually. He's (laughs) not even uh, remotely closed at this point. I'm trying to think of a center uh, that uh, moved on. I'm pretty certain that Mark already picked the center that I'm thinking of that went to the Jets. Probably. Um, I don't know anybody right now. All right, we're
0: taking one skip. We're taking a skip. Yeah, sorry. It's all right. Mark?
1: All right, so I think I knew who the
4: goalie is, but I'm going to keep this in my back pocket.
0: Ooh, back pocketing. I'm going to wow. go
4: with. I'm. I'm trying to think of the time frame <laughs> that it is, but I'm going to go with Steve Eminger.
0: Sorry, no Steve. Damn.
4: Oh. No Steve Eminger. Good. Because if you remember, Steve Eminger was right traded for the pick that became John Carlson. <laughs> That's true. To, to the Flyers. Yeah, I must have been a year or two early.
1: I think so. Yeah, because John Carlson. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Lyle? <laughs>
3: um. Uh. Yes. Yeah. Scott Hartnell. Scott Hartnell yes. on the board. Oh,
1: that's a good one. There you go. Yeah. Johnny, over to you. Ah. Uh, yeah. I. I still don't really have anybody. Uh. I don't know why, but for some reason Scotty Upshaw just came into my yep. head.
3: Ooh.
1: Not there. Oh. You know, in Arizona, perhaps. thought I you yes. pulled
3: one out of the hat yeah. there, Johnny.
1: Yeah. I, all of a sudden, I was like, "Whoa!" Cool. I think he played for the Thrashers.
3: Upshaw well, played for the Flyers, too. I think. He also played for the
1: flyers. Didn't, didn't. That's flyers. That's where flyers. I thought you were going with yeah. that yeah. I thought he was no, going Flyers. I was also. definitely going Thrashers. I was thinking okay. Thrashers.
4: <laughs> you pulled a Mike Sillinger on us. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> See? He could have for Ho-
4: I, Ho- I forget the uh, Manny Mahotra. You pulled a Manny Mahotra. Oh, yeah, Mahotra. There you go.
1: Yeah, you go. he could have played for either team. <laughs> I was hoping for the best.
4: Except when I said Manny Malhotra, I thought he had played for the Wild, and all along he just played for the Blue Jackets. For the Blue Jackets. <laughs> yeah.
0: See, it's, it's the it's the Andrew Castles thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right, Mark, your pick.
4: All right, I'm pretty sure that the goaltender was Nikolai Habibulan.
0: Sorry. Damn it! Played for neither of these teams. Hobby mm. Bullen played for no, the Flyers
1: play. at one point. No, he did. What? Mm. It, was, it was the huge universe guy. Oh, yeah. I thought that was Hobby Bullen. Yeah. Same, no. person, same person, uh, same country, different person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And
4: their not all names are, just the all their names are just so hard to pronounce.
0: <laughs> actually, pretty easy. Um, Lyle.
3: <laughs> okay, I I got an idea who the who the goalie could be for the Flyers, but I want to I want to see if Johnny can get this one. Yeah. So I'm gonna. No, no, I'm gonna leave it for Johnny. Okay. Johnny's our goalie guy. This is, um,
1: bad. I have to think.
3: Um, I'm since okay, since Scotty Hartnell was there, I'm thinking Kimo Timonen was there too. It's Kimo Timonen
0: there, okay. Oh, nice, yeah, Pulled two former there. Predators,
3: yeah, went there yeah. the same time, yeah. That they were part of that Forsberg trade, I believe.
0: I think so, you're right, yeah, you're correct. Uh, Johnny, do you have,
1: uh, a- um, uh, Thinking of random Flyers goalies at this point, then. It could
0: be any of 75 people.
3: (laughs) Uh, It's not Carter Hard. Ray Emery.
0: We can deduce that. He said Ray Emery. No, sorry. Oh. Uh, Sorry. No Ray Emery. Okay. Mark? Slava Kozlov. Slava Kozlov. He's with the Caps, I think, at that point. Or the Islanders.
4: Slava Kozlov never played for the Caps. Viktor Kozlov played, played for the Caps. <laughs>
0: all the Russians are the
1: same, Mark. You know, yeah, you just said that. You literally just said that all the
0: Russians are the same. same. Yeah, I know. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> not all Kozlovs. Yeah, sure, right, whatever.
3: Mm. Uh, Lyle, to you. Okay, uh, I'm going to take a stab at the goalie one here. I think it's Sergei Bobrovsky. Sorry, not there. Oh... Big swing thought I had this one. Damn.
1: Nope.
0: Oh. Damn. Back to Johnny.
1: Because I want Dang. to go more, more obscure because, like, Leighton was decently obscure the year before and carried them all the way to the cup. And if he the didn't play in this game, I'm trying to figure out. Leighton was 2012 when they went to the yeah. cup. But even then, I thought it was 12. And 2010. Okay. it was the Sorry, year, was year right. before. I'm wrong. My bad. I listen to Scotty. And I don't know why. I think this is Sean talking through me like a medium. But I'm going to go with Maxime Wallet. No. (laughs) You know he's not there. You fucking know he's not there. But I love the Maxime Wallet
0: (laughs) I fucking knew the minute you walked in that door, Maxine Paul was not going to be fucking answer this yet. As soon as I said Sean, you were like, yeah, I know this is going to happen. Gonna be safe. Maximum no. ovulation. I get it. No. no. Uh All right, Mark. What do we got? Got it.
4: How can we not think of the dude, the goalie's name that does the big space dinosaurs bit? Oh, I know his name. fuck. I can't. I can't think of his name. I thought it was Vasil. What did I say? I didn't even not say Vasil. She's just
1: naming more Russian goalies that <laughs> have nothing to do with. Like... Ooh, <laughs> what, ooh, ooh. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! hold on.
0: I got one. All Marty right. Beer Marty Bieron. He's not Russian, but he's not on there either. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, we're gonna go. Uh, last call on this one because we got to record okay. something after this. Lyle, last, last pick.
3: Um, was Simon Gagne already said? Yes, yeah. he was. Okay. Um, was Ilya said? There you go. He was not.
0: Not there. Ah! <laughs> Shit. The Johnny? Russian teaser.
1: Well, yeah. Russian teaser?
3: Why well, you have to be so <laughs> mad?
0: Johnny, who you got for your last pick? Anton
1: yeah, valchenkov. Dynamo not
0: there. Sorry. It'd be amazing if he was because he did play for the Flyers for a time. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> Mark your last pick, D- Darian Hatcher. Here. Darian Hatcher not there. I think. Okay. Con- his contract was uh, <laughs> for the Thrashers.
3: Oh, that wasn't too bad.
0: We knew a lot of the Thrashers. Yeah, you should have. I hope so. Yeah. Uh Nick Anthropov
1: on the team. Though.
0: Uh, Nick Anthropoff was on this team. Uh, Bogosian, Eric Bolton. Alexander Bermistrov was on this team. Rosslyn mm. Raddock Radek Dvorak. Oh. Uh, Toby Enstrom was named. Ron Hainsey had to assist on this oh. one. Why was Vander- thinking
3: he was with Columbus then? Eh.
0: Oh. It's a whole cycle. Mm. Uh, Kane, uh, Andrew Ladd on this team. Not-
3: uh, oh, that's right. He yeah. was their captain.
0: Yes, because you remember yes. also, not only was this the first Winnipeg Jets team, this was like some of the old Chicago 2010 team because Stan yeah. or, what, doesn't know how to work a fucking factory team.
3: Oh, tell me Versteeg was there. Versteeg was, be... was on the Flyers. Oh, okay. I thought he went over oh, to yeah. the Thrashers in that oh. deal as well.
0: Uh, little Johnny uh, Oduya, oh, uh,
3: nice.
0: All stick, no substance, Robbie Shrimp on this team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tip Stapleton, Anthony Stewart was mentioned, Mark Stewart was not. Oh. Uh, Chris Thorburn, Blake Wheeler, and Andre Pavlich in net. <clears throat> For the Flyers, Blair Betts, uh, Briere, Daniel Carcillo. Oh, Carbomb. Jack Carl, uh, Carter, Braden Colburn, jeru Eric Gustafson, Hartnell, Vili Leno. Andre Meserost, Sean O'Donnell, Daryl Powell, uh, Richards, Jody Shelley, <laughs> Timonen, Van Riemsdyk, Versteeg, and Annette. Well, now he's between the glass. Brian Boucher. Oh,
3: um,
0: Boucher. I want to say have... he was brought in that,
1: that year because of like, like, hey, what's, what's old is new again. He was yeah. another random Flyers goalie that could have been <laughs> thrown into the mix of random Flyers goalies that I said
0: and ham so there we go
1: a good jump back into oh, fuck you yes. <sighs> that's a lot harder when you haven't done it in a while yeah that's what she's she back in with the thrashers uh, <laughs> good one mark like, i think i, I think caught <laughs> uh
0: lyle thanks again brother we appreciate it and we will always talk to a you.
3: pleasure guys always a pleasure to talk to you next week have a good easter sir same to you right there he goes that's why I was just in what a punk
0: Spectre's hockey.net. Easter happened like three weeks ago. That's true. <laughs> it's like, what are you guys talking about. I just took my garland down.
1: Um, shout outs, Johnny P. Um, I will give a shout out to college hockey. Um, I like, watch- I like watching college hockey, um, college hockey. I like into the world juniors. Um, just, there's more of a chance that someone can blow a tire. Uh, so you you never exactly know what's gonna happen because uh, I was watching when I was watching some of the NCA games, I would literally be sitting on my couch going, "No, why would you do that?" And I'm like, "I have no idea who these kids are. Why do I care? I'm right. just watching hockey." Um, so I I appreciate college hockey. I appreciate the reviews that the referees do in college hockey. They take a lot of time. They try they try to uh, pile as many people as they can, I think into the penalty box in order to look at a, sure. uh, an iPod to <laughs> uh, figure out what just happened. Um, I will give it diss to my, uh, NCA bracket for uh college basketball. Um, I'm not good enough to win anything and I'm not bad enough to win anything either. Um, and, uh, I will give a eh, to ESPN's coverage of the NCAA hockey tournament so far.
0: I'm sure we'll talk about that in our bonus podcast on the Patreon. Anything else, sir? No, I'm good. Mark? Uh, I'm going to give a
4: huge diss to the oh. Michigan Wolverines. Oh, because if they would have won last night, mm-hmm. I I would be in prime position to win both of the pool's. That I'm in right now, uh, especially mine, which is uh, a $500 kitty to the winner. So, where can you get a $500 kitty? <sighs> Just about anywhere. Okay, but not not they don't pay you $500 to take the kitty like like in our pool. Yeah. Shout out to Terry for sending out the Timo Werner uh, miss compilation <laughs> on. <laughs> On our English Premier League boxer chain, ah, uh, that's it's three straight minutes of Timo missing wide open goals after the one that you sent out, John. So that's fantastic to watch. Uh, thank you, thank you to Terry. We'll never listen to this, but okay, it doesn't matter. Shout out to the Sabers that look who look like they're about to beat the Flyers. The Flyers are in a bad way, man.
0: Not well, yeah. Great. They, the, a, a 18 game winless streak is now snapped. And they're to blame. Gotta hate it.
1: Crazy. not have to a better team. Agreed. Um, like could uh, the penguins.
0: And I
4: guess shout out to drinking until Jesus wakes up.
0: <laughs> yes. Cheers. And, and as we get breaking news, the Flames Canucks game has been postponed for the night. So all bets are off on that one.
4: Oh boy. Know. That means uh, we're gonna the playoffs uh, are gonna start two days late now. Right? Exactly. Is that
1: because of Kachuk's NFT? Yep, they, they, they're they just like, we gotta
0: let this go to auction quick. Uh, no, actually, another player uh, entered COVID protocol after the list was released today. So, they're just like, as well as a member of a coaching staff. So, there we go. Canucks. These games Heart. would be so much easier without coaches. Right? Um, Shout out to the longest fucking game ever in tournament history. Um... Shout out uh, a diss to game ending two minutes after two minutes of game time after we leave it. Um, a uh, shout out to uh, the people at North Dakota, the media people, they'll never watch this, but uh, thank, thank them for the navigating this weird year uh, with uh, all of us. It was a fun time. And shout out to uh, Russ Hans, who, who was the tournament, uh, the regional tournament photographer for getting a shot of me and the rest of the cohorts up there. Uh, in the press box. So that was fun. Um, other than that, I got nothing else. Uh, we're done here. You guys have a wonderful week for Johnny P. Mark with a yeah, C. I'm Scotty Waz. Take care of yourself and someone else. This has been the Face Off Hockey Show on, uh, on uh, Podcatchers Everywhere, kind of. We're on Podbean for sure. Google every now and again. Spotify every now and again. Um, so, yeah, a good time had by all, ladies and gentlemen. So yeah you can tune in to patreon.com slash face off hockey show that is the uh that is the uh the the place to go for extra stuff if you want to do it uh twitter.com slash fohs radio facebook.com slash fohs radio and instagram.com slash fohs radio uh you guys have a wonderful week we will talk to you again next week until then peace